So here are some things. Hello and welcome Somethings Podcast listeners. How are you guys doing today? Oh man, we got a great episode today. We're going to talk about our new guest on the show. We're going to go over the Joker review and we're also going to deep dive into sports and something I'm really passionate about but also kind of hate right now. With me today are is my host. Uh, Want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Luke, guys. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you for the very first time ever... Somewhat first time ever on this podcast, Sarah. Hello. Sarah, you're our first guest. I am your first guest. Woo! How does that feel? It's clap, an clap, honor. clap, 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 clap. And clap. I also think it's my rightful place. That's right. Yes. She, she saw everything the light touched and was just like, that's my kingdom. You said she was your wife, right? Is she? Yeah. Yeah, and, and your sister. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got feet in both camps here. Both camps. Two <laughs> feet. You're using both your feet this time. This time, yeah. Yeah. No. I used to live the flamingo life, but that's behind me. What about the third foot? I don't have one. What happened to it? I, I was born without a third foot. Dang. Oh, She's man. not as cool as us. I know, man. I'm really sensitive about it, and I'm kind of upset that you brought it up here like 10 seconds into my first guest appearance on a podcast. Well, you know, people need to know who you are as a person, and you had a third foot, so it just, it's something worth talking I about. I don't have a third foot. Used to. I said used to. No. Yeah. I was born without one. Anyway. Without a third foot? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how that. <laughs> well, anyway, we milked that one. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that for the whole five seconds of that podcast. All right, so like I said, we are uh, are like Luke covered. Uh, Sarah is our first guest speaker for this episode, um, and so again, we just yeah, we hope you guys enjoy her uh, her presence as a as a female partaker in this episode. Yeah, as hang in there to the very end. She has a lecture prepared for us, right? Mm-hmm. Some sort of yeah, about graphic design, about health and design and, and how they're related. And third foots. Yeah, I'll get to that. But what you need to know right now is that as a female presence, I have decorated all the walls in the studio pink. Ugh. I don't like it. Uh, no, I don't either. Fired. <laughs> Especially since she's lying about it. <laughs> I decorated this studio. And you can go on Instagram for proof. Remember, because I put up all of the posters. You did. You put yeah. yeah. You put up that video, and I tried. You know, you sent me the the link to that video. I tried saving it to my phone and uploading it to Facebook to kind of get more social media presence. It wouldn't work. You're fired too. Yeah. I, well, Facebook's fired. By the way, if anybody wants any of those posters, we are selling those for a dollar each. So let us. know. Are we really? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Either on on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Even John's still. Oh, John's not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's funny? Uh, Sarah was actually telling me this. Uh, the the one Twitter follower he got. Her, her co-worker's husband, right? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Ricardo. Bam. What's Good up, Ricardo? You, Ricardo? How you doing? He's a big fan. I'm sure he's going to appreciate Yeah, it's Shout out. Here. Yeah, super shout out, man. It's, it's, I love getting the feedback because uh, Sarah's been telling me a lot that our podcast is generating a lot of buzz in her office. So I'm That's loving good. that. We yeah. talk about you guys at lunch a lot. Hey. Yes. I know. I, we're, see, we're just sitting here stroking our own egos again. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of my co-workers. I, he... We're gonna. I'm gonna spoil. It. We're gonna talk about the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Right. Um, he went to go see it Saturday, uh-huh. and I told him, "Hey, check in on Monday and see what we thought about it." So. Oh man, yeah. So it should, it should be great. Again, I'm, I'm gonna love uh, diving into that. We won't get. Uh, again, it'll be spoiler friendly because we won't be just giving away what happened during the movie, but we will be talking about overall plot and whatever else. Like I said, when we get to the entertainment portion of our podcast, but we're not there right now. For now, I would like to talk about my lovely wife. And a few things that I like to call Sarah Sillies. 
Luke. Sarah Sillies. Do you, do you remember, uh, there were a few instances where I had to just tell these kind of funny, quippy stories about my, my wife as we were either out on date night or, uh, you know, anything else for that matter. Just like our, our usual interactions with each other. They, they tend to spawn these great moments in, in, uh, in our relationship. And so there was one time we were out at a Chili's or Applebee's type restaurant. And you know how the Sarah use- Sillies at a Chili's? Ah, there we go. I like that. Yeah, we'll just confirm and say that it was Chili's then. Chili Sillies. Yeah. I like it. So there we were. We're at the table. And as many people should know, or, you know, if you go out regularly, they've upgraded their tables, or not necessarily the tables, but they start putting the little uh, electronic devices to where you can play games while you're either waiting for your food or whatever else. You know what I'm talking about? They're like these these little touchscreen. It's like uh, electronic waiter, but way more entertaining because oh it comes yeah with games. yeah yeah. Where you have to like pay for each game. Yeah, so it's like two bucks, and you you unlock yeah. all the games or whatever. Yeah. And so we're we're sitting there and we're playing a game where it was somewhat like charades, but you just have to describe to your your partner or whoever's you know playing with you uh, across the table, you know what is on the screen, and you have to obviously t- get them to guess it without saying what the actual word is. Does it have to be your partner? Or can it just be a friend? Uh, I'm, I like well, to I think Dylan and I are both. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I said partner just in whoever you're with at the time, but I mean, oh, if you, oh, if you oh, want to take oh, it that oh, way okay. too, that's fine. Um, but uh, but so anyway, we're sitting there, and uh, the word on the screen, as I was trying to talk to her, you know, we're going through getting a few, and the word on the screen was wood. And so I'm looking around, I'm looking around, and I'm like, how am I supposed to get her to get this, uh, guess this? And I, so I look at the table, and I notice it's wood. And so I, I, I go, this, like, I, you, know, I, you know, I didn't really say anything. And so as I'm tapping, I go... And she responds with, Who's there? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so she thought I was trying to get her to guess a knock-knock joke or something. And I'm just like, no, no. Just, we, we, I think we just stopped the game. Like, there's probably like 10, 15 seconds left. But I just I hunched over, started busting up laughing. And I, I just couldn't go any further. I'm just like, nope, we're done here. It's just that <laughs> My word association betrayed me pretty hardcore. Oh, Sarah, yeah. that is silly. Yeah, dude, it was, and they're great. You know, there's there's always moments like this, and it's it's never just you know when we're out on a you know date nights or at a restaurant. There was another time where we were actually driving home from work, and uh, there's another mobile app type game. Uh, it's called Charades, but it actually plays more more like what I was just describing. It's basically where you, the same game. Yeah, you get someone to guess the word on the screen. Yeah, and so uh, we were going through a category, and the category was I believe Disney characters, and so the word on the screen was Tigger. And you know everyone knows Tigger, right? I know him. Yeah. Not so personally, but So yeah, yeah we're, we're we're going through the game and she's uh, she was driving so I was just kind of going through the different rounds and everything getting her to guess characters. We're doing pretty good. And so I see the word Tigger pop up on the screen and I look at her and I'm like, "Oh, oh, I got this. The wonderful thing about cuz that's his theme song. The wonderful yes. thing about Tigger's is Tigger's a wonderful thing. But when I say this to her, I say the wonderful thing about, and she responds with wizards, wizards, wizards. You're a tigger, Harry. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just bounce around his broomstick. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just things like that to where you just you just can't do anything else but stop and laugh, you know. So except it's, I was driving, so I couldn't stop. Yeah, I just and and what's what's great is we do these things called condescending head pats, you know. It's just it's a it's a show of love and affection. But when condescension, apparently. Yes. yes. <laughs> but, so when, when things like that happen, we just kind of look at each other like, oh, babe, and just pat, pat, pat. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, at the time, I was operating heavy machinery, and so I think I get a bit of a pass on that one. We were stuck in traffic. I don't think it was really that no, much to focus on. we weren't even stuck. Uh, we weren't going that fast. <laughs> I, I saw bumpers and lights in front of us. Come on now. I well, saw I don't bumpers know. and lights in front of us, too, and I was trying not to hit them. Mm-hmm. If you can't see bumpers and lights in front of you, 
it's probably 1 a.m. Yeah, it wasn't that early, late. It's always weird how you want to describe that, but it, no, we weren't we weren't out that late. We were coming home from work, so it was probably like 4 o'clock. <laughs> In the afternoon. Yes. Yeah. So, and it was nowhere near dark. Yeah. But yeah. So that's just one one uh, fun thing that's you know go, that goes on between us, and you know maybe uh, later down the line if if uh, Sarah comes back on more podcasts because you know she probably will more than likely. Oh, I uh, think so. Yeah. Again, I, I think really I, I, well. I, I think you like our podcast. I listen to it every week. Oh, oh nice. She's about to say every day, and then had to stop herself. No, not every day. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, don't have even, time for that. I don't even listen to it every day. It'd be too much overkill. Same. But yeah. So that being said, um, yeah, I, you know I don't think we we dive into this. How is how's your guys' week going so far? Pretty solid. I had a fun gig. Oh, yeah? Where, yeah, was, where were you playing at? It was in downtown Palm Springs, Ooh. which is surprisingly nice. Like, I didn't realize Palm Springs was this nice of a place. Oh, yeah. But I guess there's, like, an, a bunch of old, retired white people. So <laughs> <clears throat> so it was super nice. Uh, I played at a restaurant called Wilma Frida, Frida's. Wilma Wil- Frida's? Wilma Frida's. That does okay. sound like a place where retired people go. Shout out to Wilma Frida's. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> yeah, we played some jazz. There was uh, four of us, a drummer, a piano player, me on bass, and nice, a singer. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I just played oh, some. Oh, and you sung? No. <laughs> no, someone else sang. Oh. I just played the bass. But you, you sing so great for the entertainment portion. Why I don't sing? care. Okay. <laughs> I prefer to play the bass. All right. But yeah, it was a good gig, and I came home with a free rack of ribs, and that made my entire week. Yeah, that that sounds pretty delicious. I mean, like even outside the gig, it's just like going home with a free rack of ribs can yeah. make anyone's. Week. And I'm talking about a full rack of ribs, not a half rack. Oh, full. Yeah, Ooh. and they were, I think, spare ribs. They were big. Oh, my they goodness. were big ribs. So Ugh, lucky man. Good stuff. Go check out Wilma Frida's, and uh, they should be sponsoring us sometime soon. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks in advance. Woohoo! All right. How about you, Sarah? Okay. Well, aside from work, the details of which I wouldn't want to bore you. Um, <laughs> well, you never know, but hey. <laughs> uh, I've been working a lot the past couple weekends on trying to improve our front yard. Mm, yes, she has. So I've been pulling a lot of weeds and getting a lot of dust into my lungs and yeah. also and, spending a lot of time with our dogs, which is fun. Yeah. And I've just been the terrible husband just kind of sitting on my butt sleeping because I've been exhausted <laughs> these past few weeks. You guys have a front yard? You wouldn't yeah, know you it wouldn't because know. it's covered in tumbleweeds, but I actually cleared it out of all that now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So she's been working like a maniac, and I, I truly appreciate her for it. Um, but yeah, so uh, any other highlights of your week, though? Just cleaning the yard and... Shoot, I don't think so. I mean, we, no, we saw Joker none. together, so that was nice. Yeah, of yeah. course. We'll get into that later, as we as we mentioned. <laughs> um, yeah, for me... Ooh, this week's been long, and after today, Luke, uh, we're recording on Sunday, just so everyone's clear. Yeah, it, it only gets longer and worse from here. But uh, yeah, for, for me, it was just like this week seemed to drag on. For, we went back immediately onto overtime, uh, only after, I think, two days, maybe, of not having it. And so we're already back to getting up early morning, going out to, going out to my place of work and everything, just to handling things in the warehouse. And Friday was just the the worst of it, man. Okay. So I had, uh, I have no had Bluetooth headphones that worked and they said they were waterproof or water resistant, but apparently I just maybe sweat too much. And that happened to get into the Bluetooth headphones and they don't work anymore, which sucks. Cause I spent like, you know, 15 bucks on each of them. You sweat inside your ears. The sweat just kind of, this is back when I had long hair. So oh, this is before I cut okay, it, but yeah, yeah so the, the, it just kind of went everywhere. But so that being said, you know, th- those don't work. And so I've had to go back to using my my corded headphones and like three or four times that day, 
they kept snagging on different things in my workstation as I'm walking around trying to help people out, do this, do that. And that, so it just kept, you, you know when you walk by a door and you happen to have your headphones on and then the handle catches it and just yanks it right out of your ear? Yes. It's one of the worst feelings you can get aside from maybe like hitting your ankle with a scooter. And so that kept happening to me all day. But so there was there was that dilemma. Then uh, there was one part where, um, as I'm working in the warehouse, they, my managers had me go to a portion of our area where uh, people will hang clothes downstairs. And what I'm supposed to do is kind of catch for whoever's downstairs sending clothes up on the trolley line to us. And so, you know, there's, they start sending clothes up. I'm getting a few trolleys. But then I noticed that we have these kind of like uh, cable knit sweaters for like the, the fall holiday season. And those keep hooking on the different trolleys that were kind of hanging off to the side. And so I'd, I'd sit there, but then there'd be like jams on the trolley line. I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to communicate with people on the radio. Like, stop, don't send it up anymore. Did they get and ripped so, apart? There were a few sweaters that took some damage. It was, yeah, it was not pretty. Um, Sounds but, fun though. No, it was not. Because <laughs> so, I'm sitting there like, oh man, you know, my bosses, they're, they were trusting me to, to do a new kind of a job assignment or whatever in the warehouse. And then here I am just kind of fumbling it when it's not my fault, but it's still making me look bad. Thankfully, uh, one of the other managers and um, uh, coworkers of mine came over to the same area and they were having the same issues. So I'm like, okay, good. It's not just me. Yeah. But so then there was that on Friday. And then the, the cherry on the cake or on the ice cream sundae, whatever you want to have. Uh, I was walking, I was downstairs and I was getting freight for everybody as I was just moving boxes around. As I'm walking by the stations, my basketball shorts that I was working in got hooked on a handle for the back uh, trolley line and just ripped my shorts. You pantsed yourself. I no joke almost did. I was telling I was telling Sarah about this, but one of my female coworkers was working in the station as I'm walking by her. And uh, when you start unpacking clothes, you kind of stockpile empty cardboard boxes that you then throw up to the uh, trash compactor line that's above the stations. And so as she's bending, she's bending over to like go pick up one of these boxes. And literally that's when the handle hooks my basketball shorts and almost rips them off me as her head's like right near me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not trying to pass myself. And I had to like quickly yeah. grab them before they just fell all the way down. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. So stop it, pants. It was, it was just a bad, bad week. And then as we get into sports, we'll find out more reasons. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But yeah. So aside from that, though, one positive thing that happened this week uh, was we, we planned out our Halloween party. Um, so yeah. and yeah, so we typically do th do things on an annual basis, but we do them uh, our, our Halloween party. We do it after Halloween or after the month of October, because that's when everything just hits clearance. That's the candy, the decorations, everything. And we're able to, you know, pick up some pretty good things uh, for our party. And uh, yeah, so we decided that the theme of this year is going to be video game uh, characters. So when people come dressed up, you know, we'll have a costume contest, do an escape room and all kinds of fun. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. It gives me it gives me some hope at the end of the tunnel after all this overtime that I'm probably going to have to be dealing with for the next few weeks here, uh, probably next few months, honestly. Yeah, about that. You guys are all invited. Their address is... So make sure to write that down. I can't believe you just gave that away. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's just how it is. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so, um, you know, as, as we keep talking, we do have Sarah in the studio with us as a guest, and I think she's actually brought some fun along for us uh, this week. Sarah, you brought a game for us? Yes. <gasps> oh, so woo. for anyone who doesn't know how the sausage is made over here, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, they do require you to bring your own material. At least a, at least a, at little, least a bit. little bit. And we should point out the reason why. Um we don't want you guys to think that we're trying to milk our guests for content, mm. but we do want the guests to be featured. Yes. And one of the best ways to do that is to have them 
ready with stuff to talk about so yes. we don't drown them out with yeah. our annoying voices. Yeah, so they can talk about their own interests or, you know, again, fun things like this. So Sarah, being the selfless guest that she is, brought Aww. a game for us. Yes, I brought a game, and um, as you guys know, I am a big fan of word games. She's, she will crush you in Boggle. I will crush people she in Boggle. She will crush anybody in Boggle. People don't like Ken to play Jennings Boggle with me. would not be able to beat her. Nope. Was that? I'm not making that claim. <laughs> Fight us, Ken Jennings. <laughs> we challenge you on yeah. Sarah's behalf to a game of Boggle. See, well, he'll fight us, and then we can sue him for all the money he made. <laughs> okay, so Boggle's won, but this particular game, I took more cues from Balderdash. Oh, boy. So Balderdash Ooh. is a game where you're given an obscure word, and you have to come up with definitions for it. Now, I've modified this into a game that I would like to call Safe Words. Oh, boy. In which I've taken words that sound very dirty, but are not. And so I have these dirty sounding words. Oh boy. And I hope one of them comes up that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I've written several definitions for each of them, and you guys have to guess what the actual definition of these words are. Oh boy. I'm in. <laughs> All right. So our first word is bum fiddle. <laughs> bum fiddle? <laughs> it's not a butt violin. I know that oh much. Oh my goodness. It's spelled exactly how it sounds B U M F I D D L E. Oh boy. Bum fiddle. Ooh. So the, your three options. Um, a lumber sawing technique that uses short back and forth motions. Mm -hmm. A renaissance brass instrument similar to the trombone. Ah. Or to ruin something by scribbling or drawing on it. Hmm. Ah. So one of those definitions is a real definition. The other two are fake. So the last one was scribbling. What was the first one? The first one was a lumber sawing technique that uses short back and forth motions. I think I want to go with the scribbling, the the bottom one. Letter B. Letter B. That's you're going to say it's the brass instrument. Yeah. Oh boy. Final he, answers. He Final knows answer. this one. Uh, Luke, you're actually wrong, but Dang Dylan, it. you are right. Ooh, it is good job. To ruin something by scribbling or drawing on it, it's uh, an old British term that's particularly referring to like legal documents. Okay. So yeah, it's literally you just ruin this legal document by scribbling all over. You're it. rotten bum fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 called, you're considered a bum fiddler if you if you do this to a legal document. What a jerk! I'm gonna bum fiddle all over this recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these words. All right. So the next one is a uh, titillingus. Oh, titillingus. <laughs> Dang it! We are a PG-13 podcast here. No. This is not a dirty word. I know. This I'm is just, a safe word. Remember? That's that's part of the fun of just having fun with you. So it's it's titillingus, oh, and your three options are. Uh, <laughs> Spoken punctuation, as when dictated to a third party. Okay. Like onomatopoeia, but boring. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Um, to fake speaking a language. Mm. Or a fungus native to Canada that resembles a cluster of tongues. I'm going to go with B, faking a language. I'm going to go with B also. Okay, you both think it's to fake speaking a language? Yes. C. Wrong. What? Ah! It is spoken punctuation as when dictated to a third party. Dang it. Our word, our definition. So think like, think See, like yeah. a voice to text kind of thing. Like you'd have to say like question mark if you wanted to write a question mark for you. I think that's yeah. the context that it's going for. So uh -huh. like when you're, when you're speaking, like doing the spoken text message, you say your sentence and then you say insert titilingus period. <sighs> no, Gosh, you're, so terrible. you're, 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 oh, you're you just speaking, say period. Yeah. You just say period. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's titillingus to, to say period right there. Yeah. yeah. See, I heard the lingus part and I thought as, when she's talking about like, you know, faking a language, it would be like a uh, lingo or something, you know, yeah. something along those lines. But I'm very clever at writing my definitions. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next word is fartlek. 
<laughs> Stinker. F A R T L E K. Ooh. So is that a form of athletic training that alternates intensive exercises with less intensive ones? Is it an old English name for the woodpecker? Or is it the opening in a glass maker's furnace where fuel is added? The fartlek? <laughs> you put the fuel into the fartlek. Yeah. It just like sprays it out. Aye. It's combustible. <laughs> hmm. I think I'm going to, I have no clue whatsoever on this. You know, I, I tried to make an educated guess on the last one. I'm going to go with the woodpecker, just just because. Uh, let's go with C. So the uh, the glassmaker? Yeah. You guys are both wrong. Oh Dang it, we had a two-thirds chance. Yeah. I know. It, it is a form of athletic training. It It literally means speed play in Swedish. So the Swedes don't know that fart is a silly word here in America. Hmm. So if you want to become nice and athletic, make sure you're keeping up with your fart leg. Practice your fart leg, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Uh, the next one is Pack-a-poo. Pack-a-poo. <laughs> P-A-K-A-P-O-O. Winnie the Pooh's... No, I almost said husband. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's friend. What? <laughs> I meant cousin. <laughs> oh my gosh, all right. The wonderful thing about what? <laughs> Pigger. <laughs> I always knew Piglet was more than a friend. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so Pacapoo. Oh, Pacapoo, okay. Is it a flowering lotus that can also be a source of food? Yes. Mm. Is it a lottery or raffle? Yes. Mm. Or is it a gossip or blabbermouth? Yes. You got to pick one. Letter B. I'll go with the gossip. Okay, so you think it's the lottery or raffle and you think it's the gossip? How are both? Watch, Luke's got this one. Do I have this one? Yes. Luke's got this one. Yeah! It is a 19th century Australian word. Dang it. Uh, for I a lottery one. or raffle. Wow. It so derives they... from a phrase that means white pigeon ticket, so they <laughs> think that it must have been like the the pigeon was trained to pick out the winner. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So where we have the super lotto, they have peckapoo. Yeah. They have bird lotto. You'd, you'd enter into the packapoo. Oh, packapoo. Packapoo. Yeah, not peckapoo, packapoo. You pack pack-a-poo. it. You pack the poo. Okay, so what do we got right now? You guys oh, both... I think one and one. One and one, one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the here's the last one. Up. Here's the last one. Peniophobia. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Peniophobia. Now, this one, you have half the word, okay? So, <laughs> the latter half. The Keep latter going. half, Dylan. Keep going. <laughs> so, this is, this is going to be a half easy round. You just have to figure out what this is a fear of. <laughs> half easy, half hard. <laughs> is this. <Stop> it. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this the fear of poverty? Mm-hmm. The fear of punishment, <laughs> or the fear of forests. Forests. Yeah. Like trees. Yeah. Uh, spell it again. P e n i a p h o b i a. Could you use it in a sentence? I have phobia. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the definition? I gave you three. Oh, actually, it's so. not a spelling bee. Repeat the choices again. <laughs> the fear of poverty. Okay. The fear of punishment. The fear of forests. Poverty, punishment, or forests. Do you really have peniophobia? No. Because I know you're not afraid of forests. No, that was just my sample sentence. Oh. It would have made it a lot easier. Poverty, <laughs> punishment, forests. I... Uh, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm leaning between the first two, but I think I'll go with A, and I'll probably get it wrong. I'm going to go with letter C. So he's got the forest. Okay, and you think it's poverty? Yeah. 
Dylan, you're right. Pediophobia oh. is the fear of poverty. See, I, I, I thought I, so. Dylan's taking it, but but bonus round. But but ooh, twice the point. I give you five words here. Uh huh. One of those I made up completely. Oh wait, how does that work? <laughs> she she brings a game and then changes the rules on us the last minute. Can we hear the words? Okay, so the five words that I gave you. We had bum fiddle, titilingus, fartlek, packapoo, and peniophobia. One of them is not even a word. I made it up just for this game. I need to hear them one more time. Okay, I, I'm sure your listener is getting really tired of hearing these crass sounding words. Um, How bum could you fiddle, get tired of this? Bum fiddle. Uh-huh. Titilingus. Mm. Fartlek. Uh. Packapoo. Mm. And peniophobia. I'll go fartlek. That's my guess. Titilingus. Yes, I made up titilingus. Yeah, I so win. That was, was double the points. That was not double the points. No, it was. It's I two and two. No, you guys just ended up tying. No, I said it. I said double the points. This no, round. that's that's not your game. I wrote it in. You did existence. not bring this onto the podcast. It is not your call. But two fun. for two. <laughs> we all win because we had fun. But can I just say it was so hard to make up a word. I kept trying to make up these words and I Google them to make sure they weren't actually words. Well, first. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, hold on. So. Titilingus. What was the, what was the definition that you said was right for that though? The <laughs> one that, that we was... didn't guess. <laughs> okay, so well, that's what I'm just making sure. So neither Look, one of us I didn't got want that one cheat, right. So I I, I predetermined what was going to be the quote unquote right answer for that one. Okay, so oh. yeah, basically whichever one we didn't guess would be the right answer. No, right? no, 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 no. I predetermined which one was going to be right. You guys could have gotten it. We right. We just happened to guess. You it just wrong. happened to not get it right. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was like the whole reason I chose that one because we both got it wrong. Mm. I was like, hmm. coincidence. I think not, but it was just a coincidence. Right. Dang it. Well, anyway. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, now after entertaining our lovely listeners for the past, you know, 20 minutes or so, I think it's time for us to go to the entertainment portion of the podcast. <laughs> and right on cue, Sarah Much knew what to do. Much better than John. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no neck beard to kind of dis- disrupt the voice there. I can pitch Take match. that, John. Suck it. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, one of the things that uh, Sarah wanted to inter- uh, not necessarily introduce, it's not not a game, but one of the things we were talking about is Disney movies. And so she thought it would be a fun uh, dive for us to go into a discussion about our favorite Disney movie. Yeah, I'm again, I'm just bringing that, that nice feminine touch to your podcast. And you guys have not talked at all about Fem- classic feminine-nemine. Disney cartoons. That's true. And girls talk about that all the time. Do they? Yes. Okay. So I need to know what your guys' favorite like Disney cartoon movies are. Well, what are yours? Specifically just cartoon? Yes. Okay. What are your favorites? My favorite is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. And why? Because The Hunchback. <laughs> because it's the best one. <laughs> and that's, that's that. Okay. Oh. The episode's over. The music's amazing. It's got that nice darker tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like all the, uh, all the spiritual aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Frollo is the best villain. Mm-hmm. That's um, an objective statement. Ooh. And um, yeah, I just I've just always really liked the movie. I used to watch it constantly when I was in high school. Right, high school. Not not, not like when child. I was a kid. Not, yeah. not, high not, school. Not junior high. Not elementary. High school. My friends and I would get over and like come over on like a weekly basis, and we'd watch The Hunchback of Notre Dame together. Yeah. A and weekly basis. Pretty much. Wow. Oh my goodness. Dude. Where was I for that? At school. Doing boy things. Oh. <laughs> it was uh, it was high school. We have flex days on Wednesdays. Uh. Yeah. I was yeah. in middle school. And, you know, and I have a little Quasimodo Funko Pop on my desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, uh, he hangs to, out with Bob Ross. 
to Sarah's credit, um, there, uh, the I was we were talking about podcast few episodes back. There, uh, mo some of you should know about uh, CinemaSins, where they take videos and they give you they'll do like a sin tally, like throughout the throughout the clips is like things don't make sense or just something's going on that's just not relatable or whatever else. Yeah, they have a podcast, and so what? Yeah, the oh. Sincast guys have a podcast, and there's three of them. So there's the there's the voice of the podcast. I think one of the our, our voice of Cinemasins. He's, yeah. he's one of the hosts. Uh, I think it's his producer, and then there's another guy that they have who does like Sincasts for music videos. But uh, one of those guys, I can't remember who, um, uh, to Sarah's credit, like I was just saying, actually agreed with her on that. Frollo being one of the best villains ever in the Disney universe, or as far as cartoon cartoon villains specifically, he said Frollo is up there. Like, Hellfire is definitely the best Disney villain yeah, song. They, and they cited that too, just because yeah. it had like how dark that movie was. So like, it's, that song is brutal. Yeah. It's brutal, but yeah. it's amazing. Yep. How about you, Luke? What's your favorite uh, animated Disney movie? Ooh, <laughs> come back to me. All right. Well, in that case, I will take it from you. Uh, for me, I think my favorite um, is A Bug's Life. That is my That's Pixar. No, that was Disney. It's Disney Pixar. It's got to be a cartoon. Oh come on, really? Yes. You, you, oh, so it's just like mine doesn't count. It's still a cartoon. I'm really happy to hear that you like Disney Pixar's Bug's Life, but I want to know about your favorite cartoon Disney movie. She did say cartoon. Well, it, it is a cartoon. It's CGI. No, it's not CGI. <laughs> cartoon generated image. That's. What Siblings unite. <laughs> well, you guys are gonna have to wait for Luke then, because I don't have a choice. Oh shoot! Now I gotta come up with one on the spot. Suck it. Hmm. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yep. I like Robin Hood. Classic. I like. I really like the chicken. Yeah, the chicken with his little loot. The original hamster dance. Oh my! Oh my goodness! It's it is Did super similar. That? It's super similar. Yeah, the hamster dance just basically took the melody from that. Song from Robin Hood. The chicken did it first. It was the rooster's idea. What came first, the chicken or the hamster? The chicken. Now we know. Now we know. <laughs> For anybody ever wondering what <laughs> what came first. And now, oh, Dylan's looking. Dude, half of those are CGI. I'll just yeah, start, like, but when I Googled cartoon Disney movies, they popped up. And even though they're CGI, they counted apparently to Google standards. Can we just start like rapid firing Disney movies at you until you pick one you like? No. Because <laughs> I picked mine, and you guys said it wasn't good. Look, look at that. Uh, uh, Disney Pixar movies, animated, Bugs Life. It's right there. Yeah, I don't want Disney Pixar. That's I just want animated. Disney. We're talking about cartoon. That's what I Googled. It says cartoon Disney movies on the Google search. Well, so? Uh, Google pulls up slightly unrelated images. Luke, I remember when you were a kid, you actually were kind of fond of Sleeping Beauty because of the dragon. That's my favorite Disney princess movie. Okay. Yeah. Is it just because of the dragon? or Just because of the dragon. Okay. That's the only reason. The horse was pretty <laughs> hip, too. What was the horse's name? He had a name, I think. Philip. No. no that was the <laughs> uh, Zach, Greg, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Oh, Hercules was good too, though. Mm. Yeah, Hercules. Mm. Whatever, Goofy Movie, there. Goofy Movie, there, there you, you go. go. That's a great answer. Man, you already man, talked man. about that. You really so like good. the Goofy Movie. Yeah, I do. You, have, like, a you goofy like that one better than Bugs Life, be real. I, I don't know if I do. Yeah, you do. Now, which one do you like better, the Goofy Movie or the one where he goes off to college? Yes. I'm Look, I'm not one of those people who, like, you know, always gets all super anal and like, oh, man, the, the sequel wasn't as good as the original. Like, I liked them both. The same with, like, you know, you look at the Home Alone movies. Not that we're talking about that in the category right now. But, uh, you know, people are just like, oh, Home Alone 1 was way better than Home Alone 2. It's like, 
I, th- I thought they were both great. Like, well, what? sometimes it's valid though. Like, most Atlantis, of no, I'm not. I'm not saying it can't be, ooh, but I'm just saying in Atlantis. Atlantis is really good. Oh, I shoot. like Atlantis a lot. No, a lot of people list. didn't like Atlantis, but I thought it was good. Yeah, <laughs> Atlantis was great, and there's a lot of diehard fans out there that are asking for a for a live action. I know you're not a fan of live action. I'm not a fan of re- live action reboots, Sarah. I think Atlantis could be a cool live action. It could be. And what's what's funny too, you guys brought up Atlantis. Um, it's, you know, with all the stuff going around right now with like the uh, the Disney movies either being uh, new storylines or uh, new uh, female driven movies, you know, as a female lead characters, they're like, you know, they're like Twitter posts saying like, you know, oh hey, you know, I'm so glad that, you know, there's now female lead characters in these movies to give give young women a strong influence or a strong uh, strong idol to look up to. And it's just like how about Atlantis when the princess pretty much like saved everybody like with her superpowers and everything like Esmeralda? I'm just gonna say Esmeralda was a great female character. Yeah, there were it's like there were plenty of other strong female uh, iconic cartoon characters for them to look up to, and they she just cut ignored. a curtain with a frisbee hat. How, how come Mulan That's doesn't Mulan doesn't even get mentioned? Yeah, it's just like I mean, not, she's necessarily a princess, but still strong female lead. I love that movie. See, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to change my answer to Atlantis. Atlantis. I completely forgot about Atlantis. That's good. But He's in all Atlantean. fairness, Dylan didn't give me much time. But oh, it's in Pixar. Yeah, you guys didn't give me time either, apparently, so Dylan, whatever. what's your favorite Disney princess movie? None. You don't like any of them? No, why would I? I'm not a girl. Why would I like that? I mean, Sleeping Beauty had the dragon in it. The dragon. I don't care. What? <laughs> you don't care about dragons? <sighs> it took too long. That's like, that shaped my idea of what a dragon should be. I'm sorry for that, because I've watched anime, so I had better ideas of what dragons should look like. <laughs> you watched anime as a child? Yeah, my brother would actually get VHS oh, tapes. Right. You had older brothers. I had connects, man. You only had an older sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she kept just showing you Hunchback over and over again. <laughs> I liked Hunchback of Notre Dame for the same reason I like Home Alone. It's like nothing until the end, and then at the end it gets hilarious. See, I find the first half better than the second half because the first half has all the songs in it. Well, it's hmm. good now. Watching it now, I appreciate the first half more, but as a kid watching it again... Like Home Alone, you just wait at the end till everybody gets gets that part where Hugo kicked. the gargoyle spits up and starts chewing a bunch of rocks. Yes, that's that the was best scene. That, yeah, was the best scene. <laughs> yeah. any, any guy will probably attest. That was the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, boiling lava in a pot just on the top of the cathedral. Yep. So what? Yeah. So people listening, what's your favorite Disney movie? We're gonna be. Uh, I'm guessing we're going to put that on social media. If we don't, sorry. Um, <laughs> let can, us know you anyway. You can either agree with me that it's Hunchback and Notre Dame, or you can have another like wrong answer. Um, you know, whatever works for we you. We let her onto this <laughs> podcast, and she's already just like talking crap on us. We've given her a platform. <laughs> Gosh, man. She, she, she comes back again. <laughs> you can't yeah. get rid of me. So, yeah. Oh, uh, at least on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> and. Honestly, if you're listening to this, you probably already saw the Instagram post anyway. But who knows? I'll I'll let you, I'll ask you guys on Instagram, uh-huh. hopefully, <laughs> what your favorite Disney movie is, and it's got to be a Disney cartoon. Yeah, cartoon yeah, uh-huh. animated, drawn yeah. by uh-huh. hand. Uh huh. Not on a computer. No, nope, apparently not. Even though those are the better ones. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Bugs Life a little bit? I'll, I'll, no, it's, I it's, no that's not what we're talking about. I like Bugs Life we a have, lot. We have a lot on our docket, all right? We cannot talk about what I like anymore. You don't, you don't want to do favorite Disney Pixar movies? No, not at this point. Oh. Oh, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll cross that bridge on the next episode. The next episode when Sarah's not here? Yes. <laughs> Stole your topic. <laughs> that's okay. I'm just glad to have inspired you. Hey. Mm-hmm. All right. But, you know, you, you did cite that uh, one of the reasons why you liked Hunchback and Notre Dame was the... Uh, the, the sound and the, the score and like the so- the soundtrack of the, of the movie 
Um, so you, one of the other things you added onto this list was guilty pleasure music. So can you go into that's got to be one of them, right? <laughs> Hell fire! No, I, don't, I don't feel guilty about that one, but I will say there are many um, movies and musicals that I enjoy that I really shouldn't enjoy because I think the music's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So what are your guilty pleasure songs? Is oh I- gosh, um, I really enjoy Rent. What is rent? rent? Everybody has AIDS, 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 AIDS. No, that's pretty that... much the plot. Yeah. Oh my! It, it takes was... place in the late '80s during the AIDS crisis. It's a bunch of people with AIDS. Although oh, that wow. that little bit I just sung was actually not from the movie. That's it was, not actually. It was from. That's like the family. It, got it was from a Trey. Oh, okay. it, was, it was a Trey Parker and Matt Stone movie they made called uh, "T America World Police," and they, they made fun of Rent and that yeah, movie. So that was, was a parody. Yeah, it was a parody called Lease. But it's just like got this like. It's like a rock opera. Mm-hmm. And so the music in there is is really exciting, yeah, and fun to listen to. And I listen to it a lot, even though it's um some uh, touchy subject matter. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess I just now that I've poured myself out there, I want to know if you guys have any other um music that you would consider a guilty pleasure. I have a lot of fun listening to the stereotypical Jewish music. What? <laughs> I can dig what are, it. What does that yeah. even mean? Like, if if you guys want a good example, there's a Christmas album called Oi to the World. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's Jewish Christmas music, which is ironic. It, But, you know, like this, the the clarinet and, like, the umpa going on in the bass line, and mm-hmm. just, it's super fun. And oh, I don't know. Oompa, the umpa, doompa, doompa. <laughs> No. Not is your all. guilty pleasure music all the Oompa Loompa songs from Really Wonka? No, not mine. Does that count as guilty pleasure? I don't know. I don't know. Something that's probably like If you feel it. weird about it, if it came on in your car while someone else was in there, I would count it. Yes. Yeah, something yep. out of the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'll throw another one out there just to make you more comfortable. Um, I have a song from Glee on my um, <sighs> on my personal usual playlist. It's a Run, Joey, Run, which makes it even weirder because it's just an obscure song from, like, the 70s. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would I would have to say the Jewish music is definitely the, the top one for me. We did it in in, uh, in my jazz ensemble once at school, some, some Jewish music. I was like, this is awesome. We never performed <laughs> it, but just reading through it was great. Right. Oh, my gosh, man. It's just, it just it caught me so off guard when you just come out and just say, like, yeah, Jewish mid-Christmas. That was a fantastic answer, and it's exactly what I was hoping <laughs> just, for with this whoa, topic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, check it out. Oi to the world. They've got oh little MP3s gosh. that you can sample. It's amazing. Yeah. So I, I think for me, and I don't know, like, how how out of the ordinary this really is, but... I think for me, one of the songs um, is a, it's actually a Justin Bieber one that uh, uh, love yourself song. Like I, I don't <laughs> like, it's a great one. yeah. Do you know what that one is? Luke by chance love yourself. Yeah. So if you like, yes. The, yeah. 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 So there there's that one. And then I, I kind of go a little bit old school. I do like listening to some boy bands in sync and like, you know, 90, <laughs> like, <laughs> so, you know, here we go one more time. Everybody's feeling fine. Yeah. So I, I'll, I will rock out to those songs. Just, hey, just to have fun with it. We should get bleach tips together. Oh no. Remember the night my, my you brother realized? had bleach tips. Ah! 
<laughs> Dylan, do you remember the night you realized you got to quit your job and we were like driving around blasting bye bye bye? Yes. Oh my gosh, dude, it was the greatest thing ever. When I when I when I got the call from my current job and they that they were gonna like offer me uh, a rate that was gonna be comparable for me to uh, switch switch job positions and everything. Yeah. Like me and Sarah went out, we celebrated at at I almost said Stizzler. <laughs> we celebrated at Sizzler. Stizzler. Stizzler Diner. We celebrated at Sizzler and uh, I got some nice steak and everything. It was super delicious. And then yeah, as we're driving home, I just we started blasting bye 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 bye. Like all the breakup songs we could think of, but yes. that was his favorite. Dude, it was oh, it was one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was pretty awesome and fun. Do you remember when we all dressed up as clowns for Halloween that one year? Uh-huh. And we piled into that minivan. Why did wait, why is we're talking about guilty pleasure music and I'm started to see the blasting old mcdonald oh my gosh <laughs> as we drove through the neighborhood with the windows okay, now down I remember that was one of my favorite halloween memories ever dude and, and then we stop at a house and we and like literally we were all dressed up as like seven clowns come piling yeah. out of that van Dude, you know what was so sad about that night? Okay, so everyone's dressed as clowns. I think we had a hobo clown, just, you know, typical clowns. I was I was a scary clown, and so I had the white face paint on, but then I would do, like, uh, I highlighted my eyes and mouth with uh, uh, black uh, black makeup. And so I'm, I'm going around, like, hoping to kind of scare a few people, like, you know, at, at the different uh, har- harvest festivals we're going to. Don't scare anybody. I walk home, or not walk home, I walk through the front door of my house, and I end up scaring my little niece. I was just like I was like I scared nobody, and then I ended up traumatizing a little you didn't baby. You look scary. I, I you, just, thought, you just looked like a clown. But again, it's like people have a, have the clownophobia or whatever. You're whatever. at a disadvantage because now I think it's been revived since uh, it came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, the new it. I mean, I feel it, like that came I out this like, year, the second one. No, I'm talking about the the part one. Right. Yeah. So but. I'm saying I think like for a while there, like the the clownophobia was at like a little. But even st- like mild and state, and then all of a sudden it's like way up. And no, it's like you, but you can still again. even you can still even talk people about clowns, and then they they go cringe at it, even just the mention of the name clown. Well, there was that little bit of time where there were a bunch of like clown sightings. Oh yeah, that was, this was uh, I think what Sarah was talking about when uh, it one was about to get released. Part yeah, one. I think a lot yeah. of people think that was just like a viral marketing tactic by the people who made it. Yeah, see, we just missed that. Yeah. Oof, man, that would be nightmarish, you know, because there, there's like stories of like people going jogging through the woods and like seeing that crap happen to them. Just like, yeah. nope, 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 nope. Like, I'm not I'm not afraid of clowns. I'm just afraid of creepy people in the woods by themselves when I'm alone as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> not something I want to run into. I was the clown with the fat pants. Oh, yeah. I wore my dad's pants and put a put one of those super long pillows in there. Like a body oh, pillow. gosh. Like a body pillow. Yeah. So I put that inside the pants with some suspenders. I looked awesome. Chonky the clown. <laughs> Chonky the clown. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so in other in other entertainment news, now that we're kind of transitioning once again, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but Stranger Things four released a teaser trailer. Yeah, they showed that it's going to happen. I mean, yeah, I know. well, I wouldn't yeah. call it a trailer. No, no, no. That's why I specified teaser trailer. It's not. A, if it was a full blown trailer, seventy five percent teaser. It was yeah. an animated poster. <laughs> oh my goodness! Whatever. All it did was zoom out. Yeah, but we're not in Hawkins anymore, right? I know. And I'm still excited to see it because I love the show. I want to see where it's going. Uh, uh, R.I.P. Uh, to certain people in the last... I don't know if... Is it fine to talk about spoilers for that? I mean, it's been out for months yeah, now. Yeah, we can so, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you know what, people? I'm sorry if you haven't seen it by now. Like, that's your bad. But R.I.P. Billy. That one hit me hard, dude. That sucked. 
But yeah, so super excited for that. Uh, what, from what I'm reading, it should be released uh, fall of 2020. They don't have a specific date, but that's what they're looking to aim for ooh, is uh, next ooh. fall. So only a year from now. It's going to be back to Halloween time. I know. Yeah. It'll be it'll be great. Finally. The spookiness it was, and It just whatever. wasn't the same in the summer or I think the season two was like December or something like that. It just wasn't the no, same. No, season, season season one was December because that was Christmas. What? That's when the mom yeah. had the mom had the lights and everything. She's remember? buying all the Christmas, oh. Christmas lights. Oh. Season two was around Halloween because I remember. Yeah, that's when they went out. That's dressed how as... we spent our Halloween that year. Is we just like yeah, we got chose Chipotle. Anyway, <laughs> releasing Stranger things. things at Halloween is the way to go. Oh yeah, of course, because you want to give people those, those frightening ghoulish nightmares. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we, dude, we still gotta we gotta discuss, and we'll do it later on. Obviously, we're not gonna fill, bore everybody with that, but we gotta plan out the Halloween episode, man, because that's gonna be great. Uh, but yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and speaking of spooky things, um, I don't know if you guys read comics too much, but uh, Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, actually entered the Guinness World Book of Records for the longest running creator-owned comic for Spawn, as I mentioned. Oh wow. Yeah. So if you don't know Spawn, I mean, it's a guy who was a, a former soldier and then ended up getting uh, once once he died, got sent to hell and made a deal with the devil. I'm, this sounds really dark, but it is. Got, uh, and I thought a, I should feel guilty for liking Rent. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Dewey Turtles. It's not. Doomy. I'm sorry, Doomy Turtle singular. Dewey Turtles, yeah. stupid. Yeah, just oh like Luke. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it's it's a it's a it's an interesting read and everything. Um, but yeah, so the super super cool. Congratulations to Todd McFarlane for getting that. And like I said, he did get entered into the Guinness World Book of Records for that. So Way to go, congratulations. Todd. Woohoo! Uh, but, Good job, Todd. Uh, now, as we come to the conclusion of our entertainment portion, we actually have two movie reviews. Woo. Luke, this first one, I don't know if you'll be able to have too much input on it, and I apologize for that, but uh, two weeks ago, me and Sarah saw a somewhat of an indie film. It was made by Amazon Studios. It's called Britney Runs a Marathon. I don't think Amazon Studios counts as an indie film. Well, but I mean, like, I don't know. They don't really... I don't, <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay. The, maybe not indie oh. was the right word, but it's just... It's like just, a it's, festival film. It's, it's still, yeah. yeah, it's more festival-ish. That's uh, that one girl from uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Was she in Pitch Perfect? Ah oh, shoot! It's, was she not the the blonde woman? Right? She is. She is. Blonde it wasn't in the Rebel movie, Wilson. No, yeah, it's not, not Rebel. the Australian gal. No, no. Who no. was it? It's uh. <clears throat> sorry, I have the cast list right here. It's Jillian Bell. Let me see. Boom, she's in like her. everything, but she this she's, is one of the first oh, times she's like starring yeah, in yeah. something. She usually plays yeah, like right. a like a supporting uh, comedy uh, comic actress or whatever to whoever she was in. Um, yeah, what was it Rough Night with Rough Scarlett, Night. Scarlett Johansson? Um, where they had like a bachelor party where they end up killing somebody. She's and, like, Seth oh. Rogen's wife in the night before. Yeah, yeah. So she usually plays like a like I said a backup comedic character, but um, no, she did uh, really good in this movie. And you know, before we get too far, it's on into Amazon. No, no, no. It's it came out to theaters because Amazon's actually starting to release you know good quality movie movies, movies now. Yeah. Wow. Um, and speaking of movies, uh, just as before we get into the the review of this one specifically, Britney runs a marathon. We finally jotted down our movie criteria. All three of oh. us the other night when. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So when Luke came over, we decided to kind of brainstorm, do some things, and so as our movie criteria goes. We have a uh, plot, and that would kind of cu- encompass originality and the cast if they perform well. Um, action slash comedy slash drama, depending on what the movie was, how well did that deliver? Um, the music, uh, you know, did it make you really feel for the character in, in deep moments and funny moments, stuff like that? Uh, and then the overall length of the movie, because we did talk about how movies that are under an hour and a half long are kind of, eh, maybe they should be a little longer. Yeah. Um, and then also just kind of a bonus uh, category, the wow factor. You know, did you walk away just feeling you know great about that movie? Did it did it really surprise you and uh, give you a good feeling at the end of it, or you know just whatever? Did it feel like a good movie overall? 
And we will give content warnings that doesn't necessarily factor into the grade of the movie. Um, uh, and yeah, so that's, that's basically it though. So Sarah, being one of the few people at this table who saw the movie, how did you feel? Um, I actually really liked it. Mm -hmm. I think I was uh, pretty interested in this movie. I don't know how interested you were. Oh, yeah. No, I, I yeah. was. It's part, it, yeah, it, I know we went together, but I wasn't sure whose idea it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So it was uh, It was literally, because uh, we did. We had seen trailers for it, and it was like, I think one day when I got out of work um, uh, or whatever, we said like, hey, we got some time. You know, it's a Friday. I don't have to worry about the Saturday tomorrow. Do you want to co go see a movie? And we decided Brittany Runs a Marathon was the one to go see. And uh, the plot of this movie is a um, uh, an overweight woman uh, just kind of decides she wants to kind of turn her life around and start getting healthy. And so she decides to take up take up running as a hobby and uh, decide, obviously, as the title implies, to run a marathon. Um, the New York Marathon. Which yes, is specifically the New York Marathon. A giant one. And a giant It's a mm -hmm. marathon. Yeah. No, like... Oh, you mean people. People. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I was yeah. like, they're all 26.2 miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all marathons are long, so... Um, but yeah, so as far as the plot goes, how would you say it delivered? Uh, I thought it was very effective, and um, the trailer did not give away too much of it. Right, which, which was is always great. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say too much more about it because I like personally, I like going into movies knowing as little about the plot as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. and as, yeah, and I can, I can agree with that. Like, like we discussed with the with the plot and everything. Um, this this is based on a true story. Um, yes. Which is which is nice to know. Yeah, that's um, I, also another fun thing in a movie. Yeah, because I always like being able to see stuff like that. It's you know just get these inspiring stories or whatever else. Um, and uh, it's it was really cool because as someone who just went through a weight loss program myself, and you know I'm still kind of on the track uh, on track for it. It was cool to see relatable moments throughout the movie. Oh yeah. Where you know either she like like we talked about you know she's having highs, she's having lows, just different different things throughout, and how it does really speak to anybody who can be in that position yeah. of just feeling down on yourself or you know feeling defeated, but then still managing to fight through those moments yeah this film did a really good job of like really portraying the kind of insecurities that you feel when mm -hmm. you're trying to improve yourself right um one scene in particular that really stuck out to me um it's when she first decides to go jogging she gets the shoes on she gets her outfit on and she gets out onto the sidewalk where she's going to start jogging uh -huh. and she just stares at like the end of the block yeah she says, says okay, one one block i'm just going to run to the end of the block and so you see her and she's running she's running but she's you know she's never run before and as she's getting to like the last 50 feet of this block, the camera work, um, it, it adjusts the focus so that it's literally like lengthening as she's right, looking at yeah, it. Right, yeah, yeah. And it just felt like so real. And there's just like so many moments in there like that where like if you've ever tried to um, improve your fitness or um, improve your dieting or your lifestyle or anything like that, like a lot of really relatable moments where you're like, yes, mm -hmm. that's exactly how it feels. Yeah, so I definitely say that uh, plot plot wise, cast wise, good supporting actors. Um, maybe not a lot of people that you might have heard of, um, which but, is good because yeah. it makes you feel more like immersed instead of just like, oh, well, there's Tom Cruise talking straight to this person. Yeah, and Tom Cruise is not yeah. in the movie, by the way. We're just no. let's clarify that. But uh, yeah, so overall, I think the plot and cast definitely delivered on that. So Jillian did, did a great job. What's that? Did you cry? I. I might have teared up. I can't quite remember, but yeah. It, I don't really cry I, in movies. She, she, she you don't cry in movies I'm, either? I'm the cryer. Really. I actually it's a genetic thing. <laughs> We're just cold stones. You guys just don't have emotionless. Well, I feel it. I just, my, my eyes face, don't. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The don't feelings you're there, cry, just yeah. like my eyeballs don't receive it. Right. So uh, I use antiperspirant deodorant in my eyes <laughs> just so that I won't be able to cry. <laughs> I feel like that would make you cry more. But <laughs> No, because... That would, that would sting. It's magic. It dries up that's, stuff. That's not how that works. Yeah. It like Well, it apparently works for him. Things in your eyes still burn. All right. But his armpits anyway. never cry. 
Get, move it along here. Yeah, it hurts, but you, I it said dries up the I tears. Moving, moving along. Stop it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, going on to the next uh, next category. Uh, I do feel like this movie was a dramedy, and you would agree with me on that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, just the, the high low moments of the movie where she's she's struggling with uh, uh, doing the weight loss and uh, um, and then also finding success in certain uh, goals that she's she's made for herself. Um, I'd say, this, like I said, it was definitely relatable 100% um, and had had good uplifting moments and then also those tougher moments like like we talked about where either she's struggling with friendships, she's struggling with just herself and the diet it's, uh, that's going on um, and just trying to find motivation to get out the door. It's, it's all relatable. It's all great. Um, and it all works to, again, boost the plot, boost the, and the actors really delivered on that, which was just a nice thing to see. Yeah, I would agree. Um, again, Jillian Bell did a really great job. She she is known more in the comedy sector. And so when you watch the trailer, you see a lot more of those like bubbly fun moments. Like she's saying, oh, so I need to, you know, she's she's at the doctor's and the doctor says you need to lose 55 pounds. And she's like, that's a, that's a, the size of a husky. Yeah. You need like, me to you pull want, a husky off my to, body. Yeah. <laughs> you, want me to lose a, you want me to lose a dog? <laughs> so there's, there's that charm that she brings to it. But again, there also are a lot of really deep, like real struggles that she goes through. And so... Um, a lot of the movie does grapple with that and um, mm -hmm. her relationships with people. And so um, it's it's not, I would say it's more drama than comedy, but it's definitely a feel-good drama, right? I guess. Okay. And then, uh, let's see. I, I believe, well, just quickly for length, uh, I think it did make the criteria for over an hour and a half long, so... Yeah, it didn't feel too long or too short or anything. Yeah, so you didn't. Yeah, you didn't sit there like looking at your watch. Oh man, how long is this thing? Is it you know over overbearing? Is it just too slow or anything like that? No, they they, they kept you entertained throughout the whole thing. Um, so that's definitely a plus. And then music. Um, it wasn't necessarily a huge like you know musical score flick, but I think the music did its part to you know really set the tone for whatever scene was going on, whether it was a more lighthearted moment or a you know a deep dark thing. This is going to be ironic given everything else I've said on this podcast up to this point, but I don't have any recollection of the music in this movie. <laughs> well, like I said, it wasn't. It's one of the things where it's like it's hard to judge a movie on criteria for for music, but even still, like if it's not even if it's not necessarily a huge you know operatic type film or something where it's like got a huge original score, say like you know Star Wars or maybe yeah. Interstellar even. But it's just it's still it, like I said, it helps to set the mood of the yeah, movie. So I guess you know? I'll just say the music wasn't distracting. Apparently, yeah. Most so. of the time, if it matters, it'll stand out. Yeah. Interstellar yeah. being one of them with Hans Zimmer falling asleep on his organ, many yeah. people have called it. And then Rogue One, I think, is another one that's mm -hmm. a good example. I thought Rogue One's music was terrible. Mm -hmm. They tried to they tried to modify the Star Wars theme song so it was similar but not quite the same. Right. And it just sounded like it was written by a high school student. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with John Williams. Yeah. Huh? Don't mess with John Don't mess Williams. with John Williams. You'll right. kick your butt every time. Yeah. And then uh Wow Factor. Like I said, I, th I think it was definitely a great movie to, to check out. Um, I I, th I think I'd give it the Wow Factor stamp of oh, approval. Oh, yeah, for sure. I walked out of there being like, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, Again, then, the, the ending of it, by the time we got to the end, I was like, that is not how I expected to feel at the end of this movie, but I think it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about the Naomi Wolf Factor? She wasn't in it. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. So zero? Yeah, no, zero. No, no, the none. Naomi Wolf Factor is very low in this one, as she is not... In the film. Yeah, the only thing close to a wolf mentioned was the husky. That yeah, she there's, said she, they talk about a husky in one scene, but that's it. Yeah. So one. It's not Point Naomi. Five. Point five. Okay. And uh, just to close uh. this out, content warning. Uh, there was language. There was a, adult content as far as... She uh, explores romantic relationships a little yes, bit. Yes, there are some romances as she going as she on. she develops her interpersonal connections. Yes, but no no gore, no violence. Um, yeah. just, again, language and 
No, 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 like no nudity. We'll, we'll say that yeah. but again. Yeah. They're just adult, adult themes throughout. It's a movie for grownups, but yeah, not don't like take your, in don't a gratuitous way. Yeah. So overall, Sarah, how would you rate this movie? Uh, let's see. Do you want to go on a grading scale, or would you like out of, uh, out of five stars? Letters. Okay, Luke's calling for letters. So on a. Are scale- you talking about like letter grades? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, so, or so am I just school. supposed F- to be like on a scale from F- A to Z? F to A. Where does it land? Hello. Um. Yeah. I'd, okay. I'm pretty nice. I say it's like an A minus. Yeah, and I think I'd, I think I'd agree there with you. Maybe like AA minus. It was area. really really well done. I think it won several like film festival awards, which is why they decided to bring it to theaters. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, yeah. make it three for three. I thought it was an A minus too. Get Did out we of make here. you want to see it? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. See, based on your reviews, I think it's an A minus also. Oh my goodness! All right, <laughs> looks looks adorable here. I am adorable. It's not it's not you an exciting movie, me. so don't watch it expecting like exciting. Well, it's not an action movie. That's why I said yeah, it's exactly, dramedy. exactly. So if if you're into those kind of like artsy. Not artsy, but, you know, contemplative kind of movies. Well, like indie? <laughs> it's got a bit of an indie vibe to it. But when I said it, it doesn't count as an indie. All right. So <laughs> that wraps up our review for uh, Brittany Runs a Marathon. But now, the moment you guys have been waiting for, our review for Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, was a little closer. Thank you. Yeah, it was. I, I can't do like the male falsetto because I just have my lady voice. Yeah, I can do some pretty yeah. good jokers. So we all three at this table have seen it. One one caveat: this, sadly, Luke had to walk out of the theater. But five yeah, minutes before it ended. I, we, yeah, I had to walk out of the theater five minutes before it ended. I had another commitment. But we filled him in. Yes. So I know exactly what happened. That being said, I will open it up to you guys first. Luke, how did you feel about the Joker? Well, I thought I, th- I thought it was the most interesting take we've ever gotten on the Joker. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um so I thought it was a good idea to go in, go into his origin story. It's a little different than um than what I was expecting. Oh yeah. Uh they did a good job of letting us know why he's so Joker. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm trying to do this without spoiling yes, anything. Yes, we, we are we're, opening weekend. Yeah, we, we will not spoil things on opening weekend for you, you folks or listeners, whatever. We 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 tend to not do that. We will give you good praises, good reviews, without doing that, and then maybe maybe do deep dives later on for bigger uh, f- uh, films throughout the year. I'll tell you this: I walked out feeling a little bit like the Joker. Right, yeah, it's creepy because he's a psychopath, uh-huh. and you feel a little weird about it. But you walk out feeling a little bit like the Joker. You mm-hmm. just expect that you're about to snap and do something crazy. Yeah, and I don't know why, mm-hmm. but they did a good job of getting you to feel where he's at. Yeah, and what's uh, what you were saying, Luke, talking about like the origin story of the Joker, and it's because um, that's what this movie is, and that's what the trailer leads you to to see and believe and everything. And it's it's crazy, and, and like you said, it's a unique concept because I don't think they've ever really done a deep dive origin story, you know, from the the past Batman's and stuff, you know, with uh, Jack Nicholson, and he falls into a vat of chemicals, and boom, he's the Joker. Like that's it. That's all. It, that's all it takes. Yeah. But here it's like, well, wasn't he the Red Hood before? Joker. Yeah. I don't know necessarily. He was, not, a, he was a different villain and then fell into a vat of acid and it bleached his skin, turned his hair green. From what I recall from DC Comics, again, I'm I'm not super uh, d- uh, deep dive on, on DC uh, for the uh, sake of argument, whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. But uh, I, I don't know too much about DC is basically what I'm getting at. Um, but from what I recall, 
the Joker has always been just this anomaly of a person to where nobody knows who he is. He just has this face paint and this just manic psychopath personality that just puts Batman in tough situations. And has there, there might be multiple origin stories because I know and there, there always are with DC. I comics. know for sure there is a, a strain of origin story mm. that he was already an established villain, right? And like I said, fell into a vat of acid, and that's where the metamorphosis happened. He went from uh, went to somewhat normal went from villain, villain to like villain with a thing, right? You know, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did you have any more commentary on it, or? Well, we're talking about the plot right now, right? Well, I mean, we could we could just just overall feel. So we'll, we'll get like into initial pl- thoughts. Yeah, just initial, initial thoughts. thoughts. So, yeah, like you said, was, you walked out feeling like the Joker. A little bit, yeah. It was. I think it was a little better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I didn't have very high expectations for this movie. Mm-hmm. I just, the commercials never really made me excited for it. Mm-hmm. But they pulled it off. It was a different movie than I thought they were going for. Right. And I think that was a good thing. Okay. So, yeah, not not too shabby. All right. Sarah, how about you? Well, I think I told, I think this was kind of like my, my summary when you guys both separately asked me what I thought of it. Um, I just thought it was so sad. <laughs> which I guess lines up with um with what Luke said where you walk out feeling like the Joker because that's kind of you know again not not that I'm trying to like give anything away but I don't think it's giving anything away to say like he's just a very sad guy mm. like that's he's yeah. he's a sad person that struggles with mental illness is kind of the gist of this movie mm. um so um that being said I enjoyed it I don't see superhero movies too often um, comic movies. Well, in the director, I think the director even said he's like, this is not a typical superhero movie, supervillain movie. Like, and, and they've stated several times, like, don't take your kids to see this. This is not one of those movies. There was a sign yeah. that said that right outside the theater when we yeah. saw it. So <laughs> I was gonna say, we, we will we will agree with that. Do not yeah. take your kids to see this movie. Yeah, I was going to say, Sarah, this is a little bit more of your kind of. It was. Comic yeah, movie. yeah. I'm I'm not super into the comic movies. I end up seeing most of them just because Dylan's so into them. Mm-hmm. But and even um, then, it's still rare. Yeah. Yeah, even then, a lot of times I'm just like, you go, have fun, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, um, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go see that one. I like movies that have a, you know, some kind of an odd psychological bent, and this definitely scratched that itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and it wasn't just filled with mindless action. Yeah, yeah no, action scenes like that. bore me to death. That's my <laughs> that's my problem with these Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting, really cool. You know, like you said, you get into the, the mind and the origin of joker but ultimately it's just very sad but like in an in an effective way mm. like you you walk away feeling sad but i think that's kind of the point yeah. yeah yeah so i like the 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 bam and smash and bang of the marvel movies uh but it is nice to get some character development and right this one was all, all character, character development. development oh yeah it was I, I think for me overall feel i i will go on record as saying this joaquin phoenix is joker is on par with heath ledger I will uh, make I will make that claim. I will we'll, we'll get more into this. Th- look, those those moments, man, where like he starts to come together as the Joker, uh, they that snappy red suit, th- just everything. When it when he starts to start like just go for it, dude. I I was fearful again, as you said. You walked out of the theater feeling like Joker. I was walking out of there like holy. Yeah, he crap. makes you feel like, icky for sure. Like just just those those few few scenes, few moments, just it's like, oh my gosh, it's like just the way he the way he again developed the character and the way it comes across on screen, Joaquin Phoenix delivered. And I will again, I'm not saying he's better than. I'm saying he's on par with. It was a great performance. I'll tell you what I think. Joaquin Phoenix act acted his butt off. All one thirty pound one hundred and thirty pounds of himself. 
He was <laughs> awesome in this movie. Mm. I'll give you that. I wish you could have put Mark Hamill's voice into Joaquin Phoenix. He sounded a little bit closer to to Harley Quinn, in my opinion. His his voice, especially like his his laugh and just the way he articulated some syllables, mm-hmm. reminded me a little bit more of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Mm. I have a weird comment about his voice. Yeah, he kind of reminded me of Bill Murray. Bill Murray. I was kind of getting some Bill Murray vibes off of. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I can kind of see that, yeah. I was also kind of like the aloof, is he okay up there kind of weirdo? Like sometimes Bill Murray throws off that vibe and I kind of got that from him. Yeah, I was kind of getting an Elmo vibe also. Mm. Elmo. Elmo. (laughs) He sounded like Elmo. (laughs) We're not talking about Patrick Mahomes yet. We're not even in the sports section. That's my biggest problem with with Joaquin Phoenix. It's it's not really his problem. He's, he, like I said, he acted his butt off. Mm. Good job, Joaquin Phoenix. It's just... A voice thing that couldn't quite put him on par with Heath Ledger, in my opinion. Mm, okay. So if you could have put Mark Hamill's voice into into Joaquin Phoenix, Mark Mark Hamill was cartoon Joker for years, oh, right? Okay. And he, yeah, I'm that's right. Like, yeah, you're wondering how Star Wars. <laughs> I guess really. Luke just really likes Mark Hamill's voice. <laughs> yeah, Mark Hamill. If if you watch a cartoon Joker, it's probably Mark Hamill. Um, so if you could have put that voice into Joaquin Phoenix, let Joaquin Phoenix still do all the acting. Ooh, ooh, that would be a potent Joker. But see, that's that's the the easy road that Mark Hamill had, and I'm not trying to take anything away because I loved watching the cartoons growing up with my brother and everything on Saturday morning. But he didn't have to act it out; he just had to sit there and do a voice. Right, and that's and why it's just a voice thing for me. Right, like I said, I think his acting was spot on. It was mm. perfect, but it just the laugh wasn't quite right, and his voice, I think, was a little more Harley Quinnish. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll agree to disagree on that yeah. one. But all right. So that being said. Overall rating, going into the plot, I think we're all in agreement. Delivered? Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, good job. Cast cast delivered. Uh, and let's see. <laughs> in the trailer, he says, I used to think my life was a, was a tragedy, but now it's a comedy. Yeah. How do we do uh, it? Where would you classify this movie in, as far as genre goes? Just Psychological sus- thriller. Psycho- okay, so we got psycho thriller. Hmm, I, I don't know if I would call it a thriller, though. It was at the very end, it gets thrilling. Mm-hmm. I, ooh, that's a tough one. Though. Well, there's Isn't a lot a of moments. Like it's just this building creepiness throughout the whole movie. I mean, it's yeah. it's a very intense movie, like emotionally. Yeah, right. and, yeah because you're watching this person's descent again. It's this person's descent into mental illness, going from you know just kind of being somewhat aware that they have a problem to just like full on living in it. Yeah, ugh. that's. I guess. Uh, I'm not quite there at thriller, but I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough to categorize. So, but whatever, I don't know, whatever you would classify this movie as, I guess it delivers. <laughs> if we can find a word to fit it, you know, maybe one of our listeners can go see it themselves and then figure out like, oh yeah, I think it would fit into this category. As yeah. a person that enjoys psychological thrillers, I would say that it, it definitely satisfies the, uh, the wanting for a psychological thriller if you like those. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why I, that's why this is my genre classification. Yeah. Jumping into length, uh, the movie was just over two hours long. Perfect length. Perfect length. Yeah. Didn't leave you feeling any lull moment, any boring, uh, you know, like I just stated with the last movie. Um, so delivered on that. Um, uh, definitely had a wow factor, and that wow factor was Joaquin Phoenix's performance, uh, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then music. Yeah. I. I the like, music just added to the creepiness yeah, just, so they, many times. They have this... Uh, Oh, what is it? It's like this. It almost sounds like what I could best describe as a somber violin. 
like throughout certain moments for the scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's, it's almost just, like yeah. a slowed down circus song, which I think is mm-hmm. what they were going yes. for. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, it's it's quite circusy, but a sad circus. Yeah. yeah. So and, and it the it, sad it, clown. It, of course. It just you know builds yeah. up the the character. It just shows the, like the the deep hurt in in certain scenes. It just. It, oh gosh, it just gives you that creepy vibe, and it, it works. It works really well for the the different scenes that they had in the movie. Yeah, and there's a few scenes that have a talk show, mm. like a late night show kind of on it. Um, the late night show theme song, I was digging. That was <laughs> I really completely did. random. That but, yeah. looks other guilty pleasure genre is like the Wheel of Talk Fortune yeah. song, and and it all counts as soundtrack. So I th- I thought the I thought it was a good theme song for that that late night show. So. Mm. Good right. job on the on the soundtrack too. All right. Uh, so content warning, um, there is language. Uh, nothing too much as far as uh, any kind of sexual behavior or whatever else like that. Um, uh, or there's there's nothing like that at all, really. Uh, but um, it is violent. There are I will, I will multiple on screen murders. So I don't know if that's necessarily a spoiler. I don't know if we want to say that. That's but not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. You'd be surprised people complain about. You'd expect people to die in a movie like that. You think there's going to be a Joker movie without a death? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh come on, <laughs> that's not a spoiler. People die in this movie, guys. No, look, I I'm, think if you people, look at the R violence rating, it says because like the R rating, it says it's for violence. I don't think what I said was any different from that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, you'd be surprised when other people try to do podcasts and, like, someone will go into a, uh, not even necessarily a super detailed moment, but, like, they'll say just, like, oh, there's a twist or there's a this, there's a that. Like, people will just start blasting them on social media saying, you I, gave a spoiler away. I don't care. All right. I'm just, I'm <laughs> yeah, trying to be if you thought that nobody was going to be murdered in the Joker movie, then you just need to get out more. Yeah, so. at some point we got to take a stand and say, look, guys, we got to talk about it. We're it's trying a psychological to thriller. People get murdered. Yeah. Other well, people want to hear it, it so <laughs> nobody cares. All right, <laughs> so overall grade. Let's see, going from F to A. Where do you guys rank it? I give it a solid A. Solid A. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's an A again. I I have very little reference point here for um you know just Joker just as a movie, and, yeah. just as a movie. Yeah, That's all movie. you have to I grade enjoyed it, on. it I guess I called it an A. Yeah, I'll say A. So boom, all A's. Triple A's across the board. Hey. Good job, Joaquin Phoenix. We love you. Come on the podcast. We would love to talk. Yeah. Oh, dude, that'd be so awesome. Can you imagine? For the, for the Halloween episode, he's going to get to get a hold of us that quickly. <laughs> yep, yep. So look forward. We We're going to have as Joaquin As long as it's just Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix and not the actual Joker. I don't want the Joker yes. on the podcast. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Anyway. <laughs> so we're going to have Joaquin Phoenix on the podcast on October totally. 31st. Spoiler alert. I don't know when it's going to be released. <laughs> but yeah, look forward to that one. The The podcast closest to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is going to be here. So yeah, definitely. Totally. That's don't miss it. true. <laughs> for sure. All right. And with the conclusion of our review, Luke, I think it's time for us to dive into sports. 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 All right, guys, here we are on the sports segment of our podcast. We saved the best for last, and we have a ton to talk about, starting with baseball, because I want to end with some football. All right, so that, that being said, at the end of the regular season, the Angels have decided to fire and part ways with their GM. Luke, how are you feeling? Yeah, oh, man, I I think it's maybe a little quick. There's there's a reason into it, so let's... I'm going to say this was his first season as manager. Okay. So he got fired after one season. It was a pretty lousy season. Um, not entirely his fault, 
but I'll tell you why they fired him. Okay. The coach, the manager for the Cubs, uh, Joe Madden? Who's the football guy? John Madden. John is the Madden's guy. the football guy. Yeah. Joe Madden, the manager for the Cubs, okay. uh, was released. Oh. This is a World Series winning manager. Oh. And he's up there when it comes to managers. I like the guy. Right. And I, that, I'm pretty sure that's the reason we ditched Osmus. Okay. Because the opportunity is there to maybe get Joe Madden. So, okay, so you think the Angels are going to make a play for him then? Yeah, I think so, and I hope we get him. This guy is cool. I like him as a manager, and I think he can bring our team up out of this misery that we've been suffering through. Yeah, that definitely be good because it's like when we have so many uh, so many players and so much talent on offense, our defense, when it comes to just you know trying to close games or you know have pitchers you know seal the deal for us, it's never there. We're giving away games just left and right. We're handing out home runs like it's a like it's trick or treat, you know. Just hey, yeah. you want some candy? Bam, there you go. Yeah, we need improved GM. Um, that whole situation. We need somebody who's going to be better at picking better players, better pitchers specifically. Like for crying out loud, make a deal for a pitcher every now and then. Yeah, do something, man. We don't need more outfielders. We got that covered. <laughs> Stop it. We don't need catchers. Yeah, we need pitchers. Yeah, Sarah, how do you feel about it? I I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this you is going to be so right. This is going to be lovely. <laughs> so, the, but that being said, so that's like as far as the small uh, small change or small pennies for uh, the Angels going on right now because we clearly did not make playoffs by any means. Yeah. Um, but that being said, playoffs have started and you have on the American League side, you got the Twins going up against the Yankees and Houston versus Tampa. Luke, out of those matchups, who are you looking forward to? Who do you think is going to make it to the uh, AL uh, Conference Championship? I'm hoping and I'm guessing that the Yankees and Astros are going to move on. Okay. And the that, Astros are almost a shoo-in. I mean... With, for the World Series or just the champion? Yeah, for okay. the World Series, I think. They, okay. They have Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole. These are two pitchers. Correct, yeah. Both of these guys should win the Cy Young Award. Oh, my goodness. It's, I mean, it's it. they're just that good. Both of them had like 300 strikeouts this season. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Verlander just crossed, I think, the... Oh, he hit some landmark. Maybe it was 3,000 strikeouts in his career. Sheesh. I can't remember. But, yeah, these guys both should win the Cy Young Award. Unfortunately, only one of them can. I think it's going to be Garrett Cole. Do you think it'll he, come down to a rock, paper, scissors competition? No. <laughs> <laughs> he finished, Garrett Cole finished the season with, like, I think it was, like, seven games in a row with double-digit strikeouts, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. These guys win every single time. And, honestly, I would never bet against them. If they pitch, if they can each get two starts, they should win four games every time, and that's enough to win the World Series. Yep. So I I would put everything on the Astros right now. The Yankees are also solid. I believe they they might have been the first ones to hit the 100 home run mark. I mean, uh, 100 win mark. Mm. I can't remember. I could be wrong on that. But yeah. the Yankees are a powerhouse. They've got Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, Gleyber Torres, uh, uh, the catcher's name. What's his name? Catchy McGee. I had him on my, on my fantasy team. Yeah, Bob. There we go. Bob the catcher. I can't believe I'm forgetting <laughs> his name right now. Can we catch it? No, we can't. Catcher for the Gary game. Sanchez. Gary okay. Sanchez is his name. The Isn't catcher. that the guy who made Napoleon Dynamite? No. I thought it was a Sanchez production movie. No. That okay. was Nacho Libre. Anyway. <laughs> no, I, I honestly thought... All right, all right. So we got Gary Sanchez. So they, they are a powerhouse where the Astros are a really well-rounded team. Uh-huh. The Yankees just crush... They crush so many homers. Of course, the Twins are no slouch either, though. Mm. I think they had the most home runs this season of any team. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I kind of bet the Yankees are going to make it pass. In I do the believe Astros. they have a two and O lead right now in the series for that uh, those yeah, two franchises. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think the Yankees are just a little bit better. Um, going to the National League side, why don't you read those names off? Yeah, so for the National League of uh, Major League Baseball, we have uh, Washington versus the Dodgers and St. Louis versus Atlanta. Yeah, so this is where it gets trickier. Um, the The Nationals are a little similar to the Astros. They've got Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. Right. Both of these guys are looking sharp already in the postseason. Um, so I, it's hard to bet against those guys, but the Dodgers have Walker Bueller on the mound as well. They got, well, Kershaw is kind of useless in the postseason. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but then Ryu, Ryu, I think had the lowest ERA this season Oh, of anybody. Oh, wow. So it's a good matchup there. I don't know. I think the Dodgers are going to continue again. Uh-huh. Uh, and then as far as the, uh. Cardinals and um, yeah, you have uh, St. Louis versus the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, Cardinals and Braves. I think the Braves. Mm-hmm. I don't know the Cardinals again. I'm talking about <laughs> pitching a lot because it's right, important. Yeah, that's where it starts. Yeah, yeah Jake Flaherty. Flaherty. Flaher. It's hard to pronounce. Okay. I, but anyway, <laughs> I'll take your word for baseball it. Baseball fans know who I'm talking about. This guy is good. This guy like never gives up a run. It's crazy. <laughs> he had the lowest WHIP of this season. It was like under one. That's walks and hits okay, over what? innings pitched. So add the walks and the hits divided by innings pitched. Okay. He's under one. So that means most innings, he's not giving up a walk or a hit. Dang. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's Yeah, it's pretty pretty great. So uh, oh, it's, it's hard to say uh, who I would choose there. I think I'm going to go with the Braves. Mm. And then the Dodgers continue the World Series. I think it's going to be Astros uh, and Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, we do like to root local, so hopefully the Dodgers don't end up dropping this one uh, like they did the last time they met. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? We'll we'll see what happens. And you know, should be should be a good uh, playoff matchups as Luke has been describing. You know, you have different different uh, talents, different uh, aspects of the game uh, playing against each other. So you know, just keep an eye out. And, who know. are you rooting for, Sarah? Oh, the Dodgers for sure. Me too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're 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 also a well-rounded team. Cody Bellinger is just mm-hmm. a, a powerhouse on his own. Oh yeah, and they got other guys around him to help him out. So yep, great matchups, and I believe that series uh, uh, between them and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Washington is tied at one to one. And yeah. the game is currently going on right now, or did it already end? Do you know? I'm not entirely sure. Um, oh, I want to say uh, last I checked, I want to say Washington had the lead by a couple runs or maybe one. Yeah, who, who knows? We'll we'll see what happens next week and get yeah, back to you. In, in this house, when. When we're not Angels fans, we're Dodgers fans. <laughs> that seems to sound like bandwagon, but hey, we just like, like I said, we it's like. It's LA. Rooting. It's not we, bandwagon yeah, if we, you live here. Yeah, we like rooting, number one and number two. We root local. Yeah. All right, that's we what it comes down local, to. So we're not we're not super into the whole Angels versus Dodgers thing. I mean, it's fun to get in those little conversations with your friends, but mm. if I'm not rooting for the Angels, I'm rooting for the Dodgers. Yep. All right, and transitioning now from Major League Baseball to the NFL, one of my passions. So we're gonna do a quick summary of last week. Luke, we talked about it with the the Redskins and what they should do, uh, either uh, t- uh, potentially talking about getting rid of Jay Gruden as their head coach yeah. or starting a new quarterback, and they decided to go the quarterback route and put in Dwayne Haskins. Didn't work. Oh, no, it did not. And I'm once again, I am right. Of course, it, nothing <laughs> works against the Patriots, did, in all fairness. That was, no, that was, that was this week. I'm talking about last week. Oh, Last okay. week when they played the Giants, Dwayne Haskins had just over 100 yards and three picks. Yeah. He did terrible, and I said this to you last week. Luke. No, hold on. He only played the second half, right? No, they started him. 
I must be a week behind right he, now. Dude, it was that was the blowout. I believe it was like 3 to 24. Daniel Jones destroyed the Redskins and it, they instead of having, Yeah, they both played that game. Yeah, doing that's what I'm saying. Haskins and um, Daniel Keenum. Jones is for the Giants. Haskins and Keenum both played that game. No, I even looked up the stats, dude. I'm telling you, he did no not way. play. Yeah, he did not play last week. They decided to name Dwayne Haskins the starter of last week's game, and it was an embarrassing loss because I, I was telling you behind. this. Case Keenum, I mean, like he had one bad performance against the Bears, but he was he was doing well enough to stay the starter, and Jay Gruden was like, no, we're going to make a change. Because, look, I'm, I'm looking at the stats right now. Whoops, don't need that playing. The fans uh, are here. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe Keenum did play. Okay. Yeah. Okay, th- but look, 37 yards, and he had a pick. But then, again, Dwayne Haskins didn't yeah. do any better because he just tripled his numbers of 100 yards and three interceptions, which they should not have. Again, they should have left Keenum in there and let him finish the game out, and then maybe next week start him. And yeah. then this week, th- like you just mentioned, talking about losing to the Patriots, they decided to name Colt McCoy a starter, and he didn't do any better. They're hopeless, man. <laughs> God, yeah. But like yeah. I said, against the Patriots, nobody's looked good against the Patriots. Even the Bills, they made it close but they didn't look good right so i don't know yeah so there was there was that bad call of putting Dwayne haskins in um and the browns i think listen to this podcast because they gave us something to root for in destroying baltimore 40 to 24 last week yeah like what the heck that Who came out of, that? that came out of nowhere dude and because of the because of that interdivisional loss they took the lead in their division now they are sitting atop as the the kings of the afc north right now yeah, and they have the Monday night game, right? Yeah, they they, they play tomorrow yeah. night. I, I, I Which is, this is the 49ers. That's who it is. So by the time you guys listen to this, they just played. Mm-hmm. So how did it go? Oh, man. Hope, <laughs> uh, hopefully the Browns pull out another win. I'm not saying that they will, but it'll be it'll be interesting and make things yeah. a lot uh, uh, more... More, like I said, more interesting in, in that division. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was crazy, dude. Like, how do you go from... Uh, uh, how do you go from, you know, like sitting there like people are ready to give up on you? And I love the way uh, Baker Mayfield adjusts the media afterward. He's like, I hope everybody has the same feeling next week because they all threw us in, in the trash can. So I hope you remember that. And like just yeah. just completely throwing it back in their face. Like y'all already wrote, the, wrote this season off as a loss. And uh, no, we're going to stick it to you because of that. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield, maybe he'll end up being a pretty bipolar player. I don't think he's ever going to be garbage just right. because he's so good at being satisfied in what he's doing uh uh-huh. he's never gonna just fall off the deep end and no and lose and, it and so. even like the last week's game like he i think he had one interception but it was a it was a tip pass and for me i don't know i think there is a record or some kind of recording that talks about um you know tip passes versus just thrown picks straight to the defender and how like that will uh play and in, play into account and so i don't really count that against him but he's he threw well over i think it was 360 yards uh, and then he had one touchdown, so he, he did great. And then, again, yeah. with the tip pass for the interception, but they still pulled off a huge win. Nick Chubb went off. I yeah. think had three touchdowns that game and over over 100 yards. It was just insane. Um, but, yeah, so it's just it's, it's crazy to see that going on. Um, some of the other things I wanted to highlight uh, were uh, injuries around the league. Because once again, the football uh, gods, whatever you want to call them, are not being nice to quarterbacks. They're just, <laughs> again, they're still, here we are week five, and they're still going out, man. Uh, last week with uh, the Bears versus the uh, Vikings, uh, Mitch Trubisky went out with a shoulder injury. I believe it was like the first drive of the game. And I was watching it with my dad at, at uh, his house, and um, he was he was saying like, oh, that's good. They're going to put in the backup. And I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not so sure that it is because Trubisky doesn't play all that well. And sure enough, Chase Daniels came into the game and he did it. He did enough to get the job done for the, the Bears that week. And they were uh, the Vikings. I don't really think got much of anything going on either side of the ball. Speaking of bipolar, the Bears 
are bipolar. Yeah, bear polar. You never like, what know the- what to expect from them. Their defense is awesome, and then it's like, are they gonna get? Like, are they going to get shut out or are they going to win, you know? Yeah, it's it's so crazy because I know today they played in London um, and they played against the Raiders. And it w- was just crazy about that is you, you sit there and at halftime, the Raiders were up 17 to um, – they were up 17 to 0 at half. And then the Bears start to make a comeback. They're getting fumbles. They're getting turnovers and everything. And you're like, okay, cool. You know, the, they're about to get the win. Nope, they still choked in the end. You know, it was 21-24 I think was the final score. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what was going on with the Bears today. Khalil, Khalil Mack was just getting outmanned. Like, I, I want to say they probably put him in double coverage and just – or not double coverage because he's not a receiver. But uh, they, yeah. they double-manned him on the on the line and made sure he wasn't getting to the quarterback. And that gave Derek Carr plenty of time, let alone their uh, their rookie running back. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. But he was going off too. I think he had over, well over 100 yards, and I think he even had a couple of touchdowns against the Bears. And they were showing stats saying that uh, the Bears' defense hasn't even allowed that many touchdowns in the first previous games as far as rushing goes yeah like that's how good they were um and uh it was just it was just so crazy to see that the the bears defense which should be like you know top five pretty much after last season especially just i don't know if it's it's crumbling or like you said it's just super inconsistent and it's just like i don't know where to feel uh with uh with the bears in that um so it's it's just crazy to see um but uh but yeah that being said um uh, getting back to injuries, uh, outside of just the the Bears giving us a poor performance. Yeah. Um. So we we talked about Trubisky and Chase Daniels coming in, um. But we also have uh Br- the Broncos uh pass rusher Bradley Chubb. He went out with a torn ACL. Uh, the Patriots lost their kicker Gostowski. He's going out all season. With, oh, I yeah. didn't even know that. Yeah, he's having a hip surgery, so he's he's gonna Dang. be done. I I forget who they signed. Um, I he, think in my opinion was the best kicker in the NFL. Yeah, at least one of the most solid because again, yeah. everyone else was just not um, uh, just not up to snuff, and they still aren't. I'm still seeing yeah. people miss uh, field goals that are only like 40 yards, 35 yeah. yards, and they're just they're hooking it left, right. Just There's a wh- handful of old fashioned kickers that never lost their stuff. Uh-huh. That's Goskowski, uh, Vinatieri. Vinatieri's well, losing it no, he, now. He's, he's starting to lose it, yeah. I'll, but that's because of age. It's we'll we'll keep him in the conversation. Uh, Justin Tucker, right? Yeah, with the with the Baltimore. Um, so yeah, uh, I I still think he was about the best kicker in the NFL just because he never got shaky. He while everybody else was getting nervous and failing, mm-hmm. he just kept doing his thing. Right, it was as consistent as could be. Yeah, so he he was up there definitely for kickers go uh, as far as kickers go. Um, but uh, oh, and then uh, this week uh, the Steelers backup quarterback Mason Rudolph went out with an injury because he's our, uh, he's now in concussion protocol because one, there was a helmet to helmet hit on him in the in the Ravens Steelers game this uh, this morning, and he yeah he's gone so he's probably going to be out for at least a week I would think and maybe so yeah you know, th- that might be good news for the Chargers because we play them next week and I think it's a Sunday night game as well yeah um but uh, one last thing I wanted to cover is uh, not it's not necessarily injury related but. Uh, we were talking about the Raiders. Their linebacker Vontez uh, Perfect is gone for the season because finally yeah. the NFL has decided this dude's a scumbag and he keeps going for dirty hits on players, leading with the helmet, and they want to punish him. If if you haven't already heard or you don't already know, this dude has been fined over four million dollars wow. because of his past uh, his past years in the NFL, and they clearly see him making helmet to helmet hit one after another, game after game, and he hasn't learned his lesson. So they finally said, you know what, screw you, dude. And you know it's it 
I've, I've heard, uh, like, I know Skip and Shan talked about it. Like, it's it's long overdue for this guy to be gone from the league. They need to just cut him and just stop letting him play on the field because he doesn't care. It's like, what, what what's $4 million to a guy who's making 20 plus a year? It's just like, he, it's just, it's, it's chump change to him. But unless you just cut him off completely, he's not going to stop his thing. And people want to say, oh, just let them play football. It's going to be two-hand touch after a while. It's like, no, you can make good hits on people without having to try to put them in a freaking coma. Like, people are, you know, getting hospitalized due to certain hits. If, if it's if it hits him just the right way and snaps their neck or something like that's not what people want to see there were two people who went down in the Packers Eagles game uh, thir- a couple Thursdays ago and nobody likes seeing that the guys have to get carted off on a stretcher because they can't move like that's frightening that's horrifying to somebody whose career uh, rests on them being able to play a game nobody wants to see them go out and just you know go limp on the field this guy is a scumbag and he needs to leave the NFL uh I'm not quite with you on this one. I don't care. I, I am with me on this one. <laughs> I, I, I think, yes, he should be out of the league. Um, but for the hit that they ejected him on, it wasn't that bad of a hit. The one they chose to exercise this authority, I think it was the wrong one. I, uh, It just the hit I saw wasn't enough for me to justify kicking someone out for the entire season. Well, I believe there were two in that game against the Colts, though. It wasn't just one. Like, I mean, there was the one okay, that, that but ejected maybe, him. But maybe one of the other ones would have been a better call. This one in particular was not that bad. And I, I think maybe you could have suspended him for a game or two. But, but this one in particular was just not enough for me to justify throwing him out for the season. But years, years I get of this that. stuff happening. I get that. And once it happens again, then that's the last straw. I don't think this was the last straw. I, this dude's already, uh, honestly, this dude's been given way too many chances as is. I mean, we saw what he did to the, the Steelers and, and knocked out Antonio Brown yeah. in the, in the, in a, in a, not, a, not a playoff round, but a, a, a um, wild card. It was a wild card game, uh, Steelers versus the Bengals. And the dude has, he doesn't uh, care. Not Brown, though. No, it was when he when he just friggin' wrecked him. Maybe it was a regular season game, but he just it was when Antonio Brown was going up for a pass. He had, the pass had already gone over Antonio's Antonio Brown's head, yeah. and then he came in just wham and nailed him. And then what was funny is you know I don't I think there was maybe a flag and a penalty thrown for that one, and he's just walking around like what what happened? What? I don't know what I did. Like just acting yeah. like there was nothing wrong when the guy just went limp completely. And then what was great? What I what I like to see is Juju Smith Schuster got him back on the next play and freaking knocked him on his butt. And it, what was funny about it too? it's like the the hit juju put on him knocked him on his back but it wasn't it was a clean hit because again he lowered his shoulder to for a block and then the only thing that got it flagged as a penalty was the fact that juju stood over him like you know oh yeah Yeah, you don't like a taste of your own medicine and so it was just you know unsportsmanlike conduct at that point not uh, unnecessary roughness yeah so i'm with you on getting rid of bad players mm -hmm. he's a bad player this was not the one to do it on though yeah so i don't know like i I said i saw the hit and just it was not all that offensive to me. Yeah, but see, it's it's what what's going to be offensive is when he he's in our division now. He he starts playing the Chargers and he what, what happens when he goes up to Keenan Allen like that and freaking helmets to helmet right in the face mask right in the chin or something and then yeah. it's just like they oh there we go Keenan Allen's they like out have done for the it season earlier. Is, like that's where yeah. I'll stand. They should have done it earlier. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I just mentioned uh, the Raiders in our division and Keenan Allen with the Chargers. Um, give up. Give up, Chargers fans. Uh, they suck. They always have, and they always will. If you How- can't beat the Broncos, your season is over. 
How do you, and I, I freaking talked about this, man. What is it with us giving these defeated teams their first win of the season? I know we we we, we got by Miami, and I was like, okay, maybe there is a little promise here because we did, you know, beat them handily enough, thirty to ten. Like that's a good enough score for me to walk away and be like, okay, you know what? It was a bad team. We should have a high scoring game like that. And then the freaking Broncos come to LA and we let them walk all over us and end the game without Bradley Chubb. Well, yeah, exactly. That I was I saw the injury report come up this week uh earlier that you know Bradley Chubb was out. I'm like, "Oh, good. That means we only have to worry about Von Miller getting the quarterback." And they did their part for the most part handling him, and we still couldn't get anything done on offense. Yeah. It's like the Broncos uh, and I think somebody posted about it like, you know, they proved themselves to not be a good uh rush defense team and so the, the Chargers just like all right we're just gonna keep passing 48 times and then just they couldn't get anything done man we, like how do we get so close to the end zone and then rivers was throwing i think a, a one or two picks he was yeah, he was playing picks. he was playing badly it's just like what the frick man it's, these are teams we're supposed to beat and our schedule only gets worse yeah rivers 32 completed passes and 211 yards that is way less than 10 yards per pass yeah you got it come on now be be bold. Quit quit trying these baby passes and like you said there was enough protection there, right? Yeah, for the from if what I was seeing. If there's enough protection there, then take a chance down the field. Yeah. This if you if every pass you're doing is 6 yards, that's that's just simply not enough. No, and it's not, not even 6 yards. Multiply 32 by uh is it multiplier divide? Okay, so that's like 7 yards per mm. per pass. Right. So that's that's just not enough. You got to get more than that. No, and you know what? I've been I've been saying this for years, man, and nobody wants to freaking take me up on it because you know Rivers will have bounce back years or bounce back seasons or whatever where he he puts up decent enough numbers. They're like, no, we can still keep him as a starter. No, we should have been drafting a freaking quarterback years ago. We need to be preparing for sure. Yeah, yeah and it's it's already starting to show because Rivers is a guy. Once he gets behind in a game, he's not gonna try to fight us back to get a win. He like yeah. we, here we were, you know, seventeen to seven, and it's just like struggle, struggle, struggle. And then you know what? The Broncos. All he did was kick another field goal after that. We couldn't even put up twenty one points to to get a win. Like the the Chargers don't know what the frick they're doing. They can't be unified. And I saw some of the worst worst tackling in this oh game, man. There's some of the few highlights because we we did go to see Joker during this time but i was seeing just pitiful performances by the defense you know they want to come out like, oh we're the jack boys we get turnovers we do this no you guys are getting jacked up by every team you play stop posing for the camera and start getting turnovers because that's what you need to do to win games if you want to actually be effective as on defense you need to start making tackles and then that way later on in the game when someone's desperate at third and ten or whatever third and long then you get opportunities to get fumbles to get interceptions to get pick sixes whatever you want but until then stop taking photos and start focusing on the dang game i'm tired of it man yeah for anybody like dylan's exactly right here for anybody who watched the game the second broncos touchdown is a perfect example two guys wide open receiver first was the yeah first that problem. was already the bad thing wide open and then two missed tackles to let him walk in for like what a 50 yard touchdown yeah easily yeah. it's it just like just how, just wrap the guy like everyone like I don't know what it is it's like you guys just want to like play safe and like oh we're going to keep him standing up so we can cause a fumble and like I said get turnovers I'm like no hold off on getting turnovers until again the team has to go into desperation mode to catch up to you guys keep get the lead and keep it don't stop scoring why why is that so hard to comprehend like again Brady uh Brady with uh Bill Belichick Sean Payton and Drew Brees or whatever whatever quarterback they're using I know right now it's Teddy Bridgewater they never let their foot off the gas pedal just keep scoring keep doing 
something. They are getting nothing together. They're getting nothing done on defense. They're getting nothing done on offense. We had such high expectations. And like I said, I knew we weren't going to win the division because we have to go up against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But my God, they are doing nothing to give fans hope right now. We're we're aiming for a first pick if we continue on this path right now. The Broncos and everyone else who's defeated right now are going to go on and get more wins than the Chargers will this season. That's, that's the kind of thing I'm expecting right now from them because they have not delivered Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Yeah, one thing is for sure, if you can't beat the Broncos at this point, this talks of Super Bowl are out. No, question. like so, I don't, I don't see us making playoffs. I, the yeah. Raiders will take a, a wild card spot before we do. Like that's how bad we played. I mean, the the, the Raiders are able to beat the Bears. There's no way we're beating them. I guarantee yeah. you. We'll, we'll 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 choke in that game. We'll choke against the Titans. We have the, we have to play the Packers. They come here and they just destroyed. Uh, they just destroyed Dallas in uh in Dallas. So it's just like what are what the heck? What hope do we have? Yeah, so it's going to be a long season for us Charger fans. Yeah, be ready to bite some bullets because it's just, it's not looking pretty. Ugh. But to, uh, mm, uh, yeah, that's what the Chargers make me feel. Just every every Sunday, I, I have <laughs> such high hopes and they just make me feel disgusted afterward. Yeah. Um, But on another note, uh, still related to the NFL, uh, sadly, the owner of the Cardinals, uh, Bill Bed, uh, excuse me, Bill Bidwell has passed away at the age of 88. Um, and what was at least nice to see from the Chargers is that uh, both organizations had a close connection with each other. Um, and I'm pretty sure like the Car like the Cardinals and even I think the Cowboys are like two of the teams that um, uh, uh, Spanos like we'd have like scrimmage games with even before preseason started um, just because the, the organizations and the clubs were that close to each other. Uh, so they, they sent out a nice uh, letter just in regards to Bill and just how he was as a manager, as an owner, um, and just how loving and like happy and jokey he was like with, with people around the league. Um, so again, just uh, my condolences to the family, um, to everyone in, involved in that organization. Uh, it's, it, it is a tragic passing, um, uh, even even if it was just old age or whatever it may have been. Um, sad to see uh, owners just uh, to pass along like that. So like I said, condolences to the Arizona organization. Yeah, sad day. Yeah. Um, and let's see, we'll, we'll try to, you know, do some more uplifting things after talking about, uh, the choking chargers and the passing of bill, bill, uh, Bidwell. Um, and we want to invite Sarah here once again. Uh, I'm still here. Yes. Hey. <laughs> as, as you guys can tell, she's not necessarily the biggest sports fanatic, so she doesn't have she's as much to put in. She's been taking notes this whole time. I just want to say, um, I think bipolar bears would be a great band name. <laughs> bipolar bears. So she just coined that here. <laughs> All right, so um, we we had a fun game we wanted to play with her uh, since she. Uh, oh, I, oh, wait, that's oh, the what? phrase of the week: bipolar bears. Bipolar bears. Bipolar bears. Yeah. Okay. We missed the phrase last week. I thought we did. Yeah. I listened to the episode. I'm like, I don't think we did it again. I even called it out. Like, so for one peanut M and M, bipolar bears. Bipolar bears. All right, <laughs> so uh, all that winding down once again. Uh, we wanted to play a game with Sarah. Uh, uh, she's married to me. We've known each other since 2009. Ten years. And since then. Uh, I've obviously, as you guys can tell on this podcast, I know a lot about sports and so does my, my, my coast Luke here. We, I do. Okay. We, we talk about sports a lot. And They've so we, we know, through me. we, we know, we know, uh, <laughs> we know players, we know positions, we know penalties. And we just wanted to quiz Sarah on maybe a handful of these terms to see if after a decade of knowing me, something is stuck. I'm quiz ready. I got my, my war paint blinder. Oh, I don't know about to quiz you. I want I'm you doing to, bad I already. I don't know what this is called. <laughs> quiz, quiz me too to see if like. I, but see, I want I want her to get. I want us. I'm to, not gonna guess before she does. But I want us to give her things to guess on. Oh, so, okay. Like, so you're relying if, on me. Yeah. So okay, we're, yeah, we're, we're right. both doing okay. this. Okay. So let's 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 start. Are we talking easy. football or sports? 
Let's let's go football. I, I mean, I'd like to think okay. that I'm more you know inclined to football, um, as you guys know. Uh, but let's let's see how that goes. Um, and maybe maybe as the weeks go on, if she comes on regularly again, we can uh, branch out to other sports. All right. So I know absolutely nothing about like tennis. So <laughs> <laughs> great start. What is love? All right. So do you know? Gonna, no. Uh, we're gonna start off know? with positions before we get into penalties. We'll start off positions. Right. That should be fairly easy. I want you to tell me what the letters of this position stand for and what that position does. Okay. RB. And this is football. RB. Yes. That is a running back. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, and um, I think the running back uh, stands behind the quarterback. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what he does beyond that. He probably runs. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll give we'll, it to her. Yeah, <laughs> we'll give it to her. Ding, ding, ding. All right. He takes the ball and he runs. Yeah. All right. What is a wide out? Wide out? Like wide, wide not wide. white. Not white. Wide, okay. wide out. Wide out. Um, it's a position? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not, this one's not an initial. I, I should have prefaced this, but it, yeah, it is a position. Okay, I'm guessing out. they're one of the people that stands kind of on the si- on like the far sides, like sort of like further away from the quarterback. And what do they right. do? Um, I imagine they block other people from interfering with the play or... So your your guess is they they stand far away from the quarterback and they block people. Yeah. How far away are you imagining? Like maybe towards like the 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 end zone, not the end zone. Um, the sidelines. Yeah, the sidelines. You we'll, got. We'll give you a positioning half point. right. Yes. Okay. So a wideout is another term for a wide receiver, um, and what they usually do is they go downfield. Not not to block people. I mean, they do that on oh. occasion, but they go downfield to then catch a pass. See, if you said wide receiver, I would have gotten that. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what would be tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I can't give you all easy answers here or all easy questions. Uh, let's see, Luke. Do you have another position or something you would like to go? Yeah. Over? Should I give the letter again? Yeah, if you want. S. Oh boy, this one's getting tougher. Starter is not a thing, is it? It's a thing, but it's it not, is a not a thing. thing. That's, not, that's not. That's not this thing. <laughs> What is the S position on a football field? I have no idea. Somebody pulls your finger and there's a toot and you say, Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, Do you want to enlighten her on this one? (laughs) It's it's actually safety. 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 And the safety is there sort of... The the origin of the names, they stand the farthest back most of the time. Mm -hmm. They roam around the last line of defense mm-hmm. to hit down whoever's coming through. Yeah. So the, uh-huh. the deeper perimeters, if, if what well, we just talked about a wide out or a wide receiver, if they're down there, they want to make sure they're the last defense, as Luke said, to stop them from getting into the end uh-huh. zone. All right. Let's see. Do you have another one for her to guess? And we can still stick with positions for this. Yeah. For now. Let's go with, hmm, hmm, I don't want to make it too hard. It's just, I'm, let's go with LB. Linebacker. Hey, hey okay. that was the position you played when you played high school football. Okay, and what position was that? What did I do? You were in the back of the line. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll, I'll give more thought. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, I think you are in charge of making sure that people don't catch the ball. Like that's in that's a defensive position, isn't it? Like you're. It is defense. You're right. They are backing yeah. the line mm-hmm. yeah but so, like the the initial defense line so it's like that row of people that are like boom like smash into each other and then they're like behind those people yes yeah okay yeah, so, yeah that's pretty good like, the, pretty good answer the uh the purpose was a little bit off 
uh, the linebacker, yes, they do want to stop people from catching passes. Mm. They're almost like a safety, but not as not deep. all the way back. Yeah. So they're there to swat down whatever's coming their way. If anybody breaks through the line, they're the ones that are supposed to stop them. Yeah. They're the semi-safeties. Yeah. So that's, that was pretty good, Sarah. You're doing not so bad. All right. I think we've gone over enough positions. Let's transition to penalties. All right. All right. If there is a holding penalty on the offense, what is the consequence? That's a consequence. I thought the consequence could kind of like vary depending on the severity of the offense. Well, um, this this is why I specified on the offense. There are there are several holding penalties okay. that you can get against you, but the, depending on if you're playing defense or offense, it determines what the consequence of that penalty is. So for the so offense, offensive holding will always be the same penalty. Okay. Yes, I feel like I have to like slumdog millionaire into like one of the times I've sat and watched you watch <laughs> football. <laughs> okay, so. Um, uh, I'm, I'm imagining myself as like the referee that's like standing in front of the field and okay. making those hand signals. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you a striped outfit. Yeah, perfect. I, I could double as Beetlejuice. Mm. There you go. <laughs> so back to football. <laughs> She's stalling. She, she, she is stalling. <laughs> I, I knew it too. Okay, so offensive holding. Um, it's a 10-yard penalty. Yes. Hey, nice. That was pretty good. She yeah. got that one. Yeah. All right. And let's flip it. So what would what would defensive holding get you? What would be the consequence for defensive holding? Um, I don't know. What can you do to the defense? Uh, well, apparently... Uh, <laughs> that question wasn't I, reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can you do after? I don't know. Do you, do you move them up 10 yards? Who's them? You gotta, you gotta the be offense. Okay. Or... So you, what, okay, what's, what's you your final, chose... what's your, what's your final guess? So you said you, you, they move them up, but what do you want to, what do you want to get? What do you want to guess here? Da, 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 da. I guess you wouldn't call it like a, a five yard penalty, but like you move them up five yards. Bingo. It yeah, is a that's five actually, yard penalty. Yeah, yeah. It's a five yard penalty and a yeah. first down. The offense goes up five. So it's either where it's, it's where you're moving the ball. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Against My the subconscious defense. pays really good attention, I guess. That okay. was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? Is a PI penalty? PI? Mm hmm. Can I have the origin? There was a PI penalty on the play. <laughs> you, you want the origin? Yeah. What would the origin be in this case? Math. Pi. <laughs> like, who was the first person to get called on this? Or Does like... it have like South African derivations? Or... No, no. Nope. It, it's okay. not a disease either. Okay. A PI penalty. A PI penalty. Could be a disease. I just caught a, D a PI. Pass interference. Ooh, hey, okay. Yeah. And where where Word does, games. I where like does this. the where does the ball how many how many yeah. yards uh for the uh, for the we'll just say what the what is the penalty? For pass interference? Yes. Yeah. Um committed that I guess that would have to be committed by the defense, huh? Not always. They're, they're, but for we'll this, go with for defensive. The, we'll, we'll go defensive pass interference, but there is offensive pass interference just for the record. So what is the penalty for defensive pass interference? Uh, is it that they move forward five yards? Close. <laughs> it could Close. be five yards, I mean, theoretically. Okay. Uh, it, this penalty is interesting because it is placed at the spot of the foul. Yes. Okay. So, so if they're at the one-yard line and they go for a Hail Mary pass all the way down the field and the pass interference happens in the 
at at the one yard line on the other side of the field, the penalty gets them all the way down. So basically, there. they said it just gets treated as a catch. Almost, yeah. Not, as kind if, of not really, but I mean, yeah. I, I get how is it not treated as a catch? Because it's, it's not it's a catch. Wherever the foul happens, so there's no catch. Yeah. It can, yeah, but like it's basically like, well, we'll just assume that the pass interference didn't happen and you caught it. And you got tackled immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I get kind where she's like coming that. from, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. All right, you got a couple more for her, Luke? Uh, ooh, uh, we'll go with offensive pass interference now. Okay, so an offensive pass interference, would that be like you keep your own player from catching it? No. No. Because, like, that's the offensive for the people throwing the ball around, right? Yep. Yes. <laughs> You're doing well. <laughs> She's putting it together. <laughs> You've got a good understanding of the basics of football. <laughs> she will, she, After 10 years <laughs> of like 10 years, soaking she's... it up through osmosis from Dylan. <laughs> I'm just a raisin sitting in water here. There she is stalling again. <laughs> so yeah, offensive pass interference. And it's not when they prevent their own team from catching the ball. What would it be? Would it just be that like the round resets and you do it over? The round resets and you like do it the over. down. No, uh, the, the, the down, down the down does not reset. Or well, yeah, it does. Okay, I yeah. Think. So, boy, darn it, Sarah, you stumped us now. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think it resets. Yeah, it, it. So I think if you take that penalty, yeah. So okay, replay the down. What it off? What offensive pass interference is? It's not the offense interfering with themselves because that would just be a blunder by the offense that wouldn't right. really count for anything. It would, That's where you know, I was confused. If it was second down, it'd be third down at that point. No, what offensive pass interference is is when an offensive player interferes with what could have been an interception. So say if the ball was thrown poorly and it was going to go to a defensive player. Uh, it comes into effect because if, say, if one of the offensive uh, wide receivers, running back, or whoever was going to catch the ball is holding the defensive player's arms down or interfering with him making uh-huh. a play on the ball, that is then pass interference. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, offensive, specifically. Okay. So what was the answer that you were expecting? I mean, that. Like, you, were, you weren't even sure if it was offensive running into each other or anything. Like, like they, don't, they don't prevent their own team from catching the ball. They, they prevent, prevent the, the other team. I thought I was supposed to be answering what the penalty was. And the penalty is a 10-yard penalty. Oh, man. <laughs> you asked the, Oh, my God. I believe it is, but l- let's just do a quick Google search. This, <laughs> why did I ask this one? I don't, I don't even know. Okay. Here, let's... I'll, I'll give you... To, to end this uh, category while I look up this last uh, answer for, for Luke's thing, um, uh, what is... And this will be, again, like I said, last one. I'm just repeating myself. What is a safety? Not the position... But what is a safety for a scoring play? What does that entail? Okay, so like in a sentence, you would say a player threw a safety? No, let me use it in a sentence. Um, it's hard to use it in a sentence without giving away what it is. It's, uh, like I said, it's a scoring play. It gets you points. Okay. What I, what I want to know is how many points does it get you? And what how do you get those points? Okay, well, I know that um, there's the the field goal, which gets you three. Okay. Nice. I know a touchdown gets you six. Good. Um, Good, you didn't say seven. Most people say seven. <laughs> a two-point conversion has to get you two. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Um, something, does anything besides, like, your little kick after the touchdown get you one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the extra point kick. Yeah. Okay. That That's it, yeah. But that's the only thing that gets the, you one. Yeah, and the, yeah, okay. the safety is something else other than those things you just listed. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen like a denomination of that point value you could put on the board. 
Does it does it get you three again? Is that what this is? No. Okay, so you're wrong on Ooh. that. Do you want to take a shot at still how you get the points at least? I am completely lost on this one. So this okay. is a fun one. This gets you two points, and it's when the defense tackles the offense in their own end zone. Okay. It's like the opposite of a touchdown. Okay. It's a touch up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a it's like a safety. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a sa- <laughs> safety's like a safety. That's yeah, really clarifying. Yeah. yeah. Did you find it yet, Dylan? I'm like I'm looking and it just keeps giving me like <laughs> the the general definition of like when a when a player interferes with a catch or a play that could be made on the ball kind of thing. It's not giving me the actual penalty for it. It's just giving me general definition. That's lame. Yeah, I, really Sarah Gio, have exposed a hole in the rules of football. In <laughs> okay, sure on the he did. This is outrageous. Wikipedia needs to be updated. <laughs> Never really does. Those of you who who have your Wikipedia accounts, go on there and tell us what the penalty for offensive pass interference is. I think it's ten yards. I've single-handedly ripped a hole in the entire NFL. Nope. <laughs> That's exactly. Can what you, you single-handedly do. rip a hole? I, I don't know. I don't. Just with one mm. hand, I just ripped it open nope impossible <laughs> all right so that was a little fun game hope that brightened everyone's spirits after i did better a, than i thought i would i i think yeah. you did a great job yeah. d- d- decent enough I, yeah. I think you probably got at least half if not a little more so yeah, it was so guesswork after, but apparently my intuition's all right after 50 years of marriage you're you're gonna be like a referee yeah no <laughs> Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So last but not least, before we close out the podcast, we're going to go into our week six predictions uh, uh, for the NFL. Um, And again, a few highlighted games I want to go through. Eagles versus Vikings. Um, I think the way that that both teams are playing, I think that the Eagles should go into Minnesota and pull out with a win. Uh, the Vikings mm. on offense are just not getting it done at all, man. I mean, there's already frustration from Thielen and and uh, um, uh, him with uh, Kirk Cousins just not throwing the ball to him, just not getting things done. Um, and they're again, there's still a frustration there. I know they pulled off a win today, but I think the Eagles are still better off on both sides of the ball. Yeah, the Vikings, I think, are cracking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Eagles have been a little bit better than I thought they would be. Yeah, they started out rough, but I mean, even some of those losses were close, and there were like bad injuries and stuff on their team. Still, so I, I think it's going to be close. I'm going to guess it's going to be within like the 20 to 30 point range. Both right. of them are going to be in that range. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing one of them is going to be in the high 20s, the other low to mid 20s. Okay, but you do. I think it's going to be the Eagles. Okay. Uh, next game, uh, Texans versus Chiefs. Um. What's crazy about this one is uh, I think with the Texans, um, uh, they just got or not even got into a shootout. They they destroyed the Falcons, which I knew was going to happen because the Falcons. Yeah, just what was not, it like forty six to thirty three? I think it was like, like fifty. It was really? fifty something. Yeah. yeah, they they crushed them, and there's going to be a shootout next week against the Chiefs. Um, and if I'm looking at this correctly, it looks like the Chiefs are about to take their first L of the season uh, to the Colts. Which, uh, yeah, that's shocking to all of us here. Um, yeah. I, I thought the Chiefs would go undefeated, same as the Patriots in the AFC, but um, no, it's not looking like it. There's the only Chiefs are not quite looking like the the powerhouse that they were last season. Right. They're still pretty good, but I, I still think they're going to beat the Texans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's... well, here's the thing though: is like my my thing is if they're if they're losing to the Colts, like the Texans' offense is way better than uh the chiefs defense but the texans as a team i think are pretty equivalent to the colts mm-hmm. so i think it's still a toss-up 
I don't know. I I, I want to not just because they're in me in my in our division with the Chargers, because um, again the Chargers aren't winning nothing. We're we're taking L's the rest of the season, um, but I don't expect any wins from us <laughs> because of how bad we play. Uh, but no, I honestly think that uh, if Indy came into the in, into Kansas City, and I believe the Chiefs have to go. Or, or no, the Texans come to them. I don't know. But either way, I think the Texans, Deshaun Watson, like uh, like I stated, I think on a previous podcast, he can get into shootouts with uh, Tom Brady. Um, I think he can get into a shootout with Mahomes, and it'll just it's just going to come down to whoever has the ball last. Do you think the Chiefs are going to lose twice in a row? I think they could. I don't think so. I don't know. I can't imagine. The I mean, Chiefs nobody thought that the Cowboys were going to lose twice in a row after they lost to New Orleans and then took an L today in Jerry World. But like, did we think that was impossible? I didn't think it was impossible. That was way more believable still, to me. Even still, though, at least look when I look at the Cowboys, like even despite them taking the L's here, like they they look way better off on defense than the Chiefs do. But like the, the for the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs defense is why Patrick Mahomes is able to get into shootouts with people because he has to then bring his. I'm not that they've ever had like you know a really bad. Uh, uh, bad lead against him but even still it's just like the dude's able to put up huge numbers because his defense doesn't deliver on their end of the ball like they hardly i mean they got a pick tonight but rarely do they ever get turnovers so it's just the defense gets walked all over and then patrick mahomes comes in and just does the same thing to the, the other team's defense that's what i'm saying yeah. whoever has the ball last it's going to win this game that's my that's my bet on it i think it's definitely going to be the chiefs because again if if they lose right now there's no way they're going to lose twice in a row. They're too good of a team to do that. I don't know, man. Uh, all right, the next game: Seahawks versus Browns. I believe that might is it a Monday night game? Maybe not. But no, you know what? I don't think it is. But yeah, so Seahawks versus Browns. As much as I would like to say the Browns, because it'll be in Cleveland. I think the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks. The I Seahawks think, are looking like legitimate contenders all of a sudden. Yeah, Russell Wilson is just amazing at quarterback. He's up there in MVP talks right now already, and I know we're only. Uh, about five games into the season um but he's getting the job done for his team because no one else really is um and even well i I wouldn't say that they're looking pretty well-rounded they've got solid receivers on both sides with d dk metcalf and then uh tyler lockett both those guys are doing great and then chris carson is excellent at running back and on the defensive side you've got jay devon clowney proving that he's not just an accessory to jj watt right he's his own player well, again, I'm not I'm not saying the team's complete garbage, but I mean, you, uh, as far as the offensive line goes, like there's a lot of times where Russell Wilson has to scramble to make plays almost the same way Mahomes does. And That's he's true. like, did you saw like this, that pass against the Rams that they, they played last Thursday? And it was like a 6% completion uh, uh, percentage that it was going to happen for that pass. And it was something that shouldn't even have been, uh, been completed, but he somehow manages to throw it to his receiver at the back of the end zone, toe, dra- toe drag swag, as they call it, and freaking got it to him. And they got a touchdown yeah. and took the lead. So that and was who's just the receiver there. Do you remember? I think that one might have been Lockett. I'm thinking so because Metcalf, yeah, Metcalf had a 40 yard, yard had a 40 yeah. yard bomb, but that was something different. Yeah, um, both those receivers, man. Yeah, and then both what's good. what's crazy too? I mean, side note, the game I don't think should have even been as close as it was because there was uh, when Gurley got I think his first touchdown of the game. The clock had expired to double zeros for like two or three seconds, and they were still able to hike the ball off without a delay of game penalty. So I'm just like, what the heck? It's like there's a little bit of a blown call there by the refs, but even still, Seattle came out with the win. Um, should be another good matchup. Uh, oh man, I believe this is the Sunday night game: Steelers versus the Bolts. Let's go Steelers, because I'm, I'm going Chargers. Uh, I don't, gosh, I don't know. I'll have fun with it. I. Oh man, I don't know. I'm hoping Melvin Gordon will feel more settled in. Who knows? This time, I, I have no expectations for this team at this point. Like I, things looked bad today. I think it's gonna. They call it in uh, 
in economics, like when you're talking about stocks, right. a dead cat bounce. <laughs> that means that even a dead cat, when dropped from a height, is going to hit the ground and bounce. Oh, my gosh. And I think that's what's about to happen to the Chargers. Uh, I, I think they're going to have just enough of a bounce after their low point to win this game and then maybe start losing again. I don't know. I, I just you never do know with the Chargers. It's just they want to they want to decide, you know, oh, maybe we'll show up and play a game, but they want to just keep posing for photos and acting like they're the they want to act like they're the team to beat, but then not be that team on the field. They too much too much Hollywood. They, yeah. they, maybe they need to move out of LA because they're starting to get more into the photos as opposed to the actual performance on the field. But the stadium, yeah. the new stadium, yeah, whatever. We it's, can't it's, it's leave gonna, it. We're, we're never going to have a home game anyway, so I'm just already throwing that one out the window. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next uh, good divisional matchup I think will be uh, 49ers versus Rams. Uh, that is coming up too, um, and that could possibly, de- uh, depending on what happens next uh, or tomorrow night uh, with the Browns versus 49ers, um, that could determine who has control of the uh, NFC West. With uh, if the 49ers beat the beat the Rams, because that could I think with if the 49ers stay undefeated this week, they would go on top of the division as a f- uh, five five and zero six and zero team. Oh yeah, they are still because they had the they, bye they week. had a bye I week. Forgot so, about yeah. that. Yeah. So if they if they beat the Browns tomorrow and then beat the Rams, that would put them on top of the division with no losses. Yeah, that would be interesting. I think I'm going to guess the Rams. You think so? I think so. I know they got into a shootout last year, and I don't even think they had. Uh, did they have Garoppolo? No, he was injured. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he was. So they had a they had a backup QB who still gave him a run yeah. for their money. It was a shootout nobody expected. Um. So yeah, definitely one to check out. And then last but not least, another divisional matchup: Lions versus Packers. And that one, I think, will also oh. have implications of who's leading that division. And surprisingly, the Lions have shocked a lot of people. And I mean, they got a new shootout with the Chiefs. Barely lost that. They beat the Chargers. Um, I think they're two one and one right now is their record. So they're. I think yeah. they're. They were on a bye week this week, right? Yes. Yes. So they were on a bye as well. Um, I think slight edge to the Packers after their dominating performance against the Cowboys. Um, I think so. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers, it's like people, oh, he's losing his step. I don't think he is. Like he, I think he is. He's <laughs> not nearly the quarterback he used to be. Well, he doesn't. But he's got flashes. I think what screwed him over a lot was losing Jordy Nelson. But I mean, no. that's that's neither here nor there. He's he's Dude, got good receivers. Devonte Adams is not, a fantastic receiver. Look, I'm not saying he he isn't. I'm just saying Jordy Nelson was like the go-to guy. I, that's when I when I was playing fantasy with you guys, they were the tandem to go for because they were always getting like two touchdowns apiece to each other. I think that's more because of Aaron Rodgers than it was because of Jordy Nelson. I think if you put Devonte Adams back in that year, I think Devonte Adams looks like a superstar. And he already does. I mean, even with a not-so-great Aaron Rodgers, mm. Devontae Adams looks fantastic. You put him back then, I think it would have been awesome. Yeah, well, either way, I'm still pulling for the cheese heads in that one. I don't think the Lions are going to pull out a win. In yeah, Lambeau I think the Field. Packers are going to win. They beat the Cowboys. That's funny. I said it as a joke. I know. Joke. You, glad. Last week you said the Cowboys were going to walk all over them and just it was going to be an easy win. But Yeah, that's very surprising. Yeah. So, Maybe I should make fun of the Packers again. I don't know. <laughs> Start making fun of the Raiders and the Chiefs and everyone else. No, no, no. The team I make fun of is... Oh. Yeah, because you made fun I of the made Packers. Fun of both of them in the process. I don't no. know. It, Either way. Tough to say. But yeah. hopefully, the, hopefully the Packers. You know, and I almost wore my Bears jersey to church today, and sure enough, they lost to the Raiders. So, again, I, yeah. my, my curse stro- struck again. Oh, gosh, man. But anyway... That's all we have for you to, uh, today, folks. Um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is, I think, our longest one yet. Oh, we're right now. We're currently over two hours, but there will be probably some edits here and there. So yeah. me. Who knows? I'm very talkative. Yeah, yeah Sarah. Sarah would not shut up, man. Yeah. That's what everyone says about. I still got to listen to her on the ride home. That's not going to be fun. <laughs> but anyway, uh, hope you all had a wonderful night, wonderful weekend, and hope to hear from you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Laters.
I'm not, I'm not saying it yet. 